Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chuchigatri Unlimited Train Works. I feel like at some point we should just transition into Unlimited Train Works uh, as we work with the site redesign, but yes. not today. We can do not it whenever today. the hell. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. No one's good. Um, yeah. This is episode 60. The 60th oh. episode, <laughs> by the way. Really? Yeah. 6 Congratulations That's insane to, us. to me. Yeah. I don't know how we did that, but yeah, it feels like we've only been doing this for a year to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's been two, <laughs> like a year and a half, something yeah, like something that, like right? That. That's how yeah. the math works. Um. Wait, no, it is like two. What am I saying? What? That's not how the math works. What am I fucking saying? No, <laughs> 52 weeks in a year. We do it two every two weeks. No, that's two years. Okay, yeah, we've been here like two years. <laughs> the missing year. <sighs> yeah. Well, I had a missing year. I was only for a year. About. It's true. You were not yeah. here yet, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really, I can't even imagine those days. I have to say, I can't <laughs> okay. even imagine the days where you so weren't we're all in here. The same pace anyway. Okay. Yeah, like. <laughs> It's all just a black space. Like, I remember Trixie, but then when I remember Trixie, I also remember you being there. But that was only for, like, five episodes before Trixie had to go, I think. I don't even know. <laughs> Everything Maybe else was longer. Just... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, either way, uh, yeah, LV is here now. LV <laughs> is here. I am here. <laughs> uh, uh, and so is John. John's been here the whole time, too. That's true, uh, I have. Yeah. This was all just a little idea that we were we were working on before I think even Trixie joined. We were like, we should do this. And then we we're like, two-person podcast is not enough, I think, for what we do and how much we watch, mm-hmm. really. Um, but the addition of LV, I think especially since LV is one of the sickos like me who watches everything, <laughs> uh, really helps. There was a lot of pain, yeah. Yeah, having Trixie, because yeah. Trixie was also one of the sickos that watched everything oh, yeah. for a while there, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Trixie was uh, the masochist who watched all of Shield Hero and <laughs> things like she, that. Yeah. She truly is the most uh, powerful. Yeah, yeah, that's why she had to go into the hyperbolic chamber like Goku <laughs> did when he had the heart disease and <laughs> train to become stronger. I hope you're doing well out there, Trixie. Um, but I think yeah, she is uh, knowing some of the things she said, she will watch next season. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, she she's... was very vocal about that. I was like, oh, oh god, okay. Yeah, no, no more pain. Um, <laughs> more pain. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we're going to go over the next season uh, this time around. I don't, I don't know if we've gotten any better at covering the next season because it's just so much all the time. But uh, thankfully, this we, we I've said it before. I'm so glad we took that break that one time and we lined it up so that now we don't do, hey, we're talking about the next season of anime and we're talking about the monthly anime <laughs> in the same episode because that was a nightmare. What were we and thinking? And then we're talking about like season finales, which I yep, are all at once. 
It was so bad. <laughs> Thankfully, this time we don't have season finales. I think that'll be next yeah, time. Yeah, some of them, some stuff is not done. Some stuff has one more week. Some stuff actually mm-hmm. is finished. So that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think anything I'm watching. Well, a lot of the stuff I've been watching is just going to going to continue i guess mm. or it started late like log horizons only on episode 10 uh stuff like that but yeah cells at work has been done a while which is weird to me uh oh uh, yeah i you would think it would be like food wars it just keeps going <laughs> they aired three episodes on one day out of nowhere what? and nobody knows why <laughs> and then it was just done i was like oh, i'm assuming gosh. like hey that stuff must have been made during covid right a lot of stuff this season was clearly like uh-huh. covid backup um but yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, do we just want to get started with the uh, next season stuff? Just start off right away talking about yeah, what's coming uh, in the new season? I'm going to be honest. I was like tempted to be like, I kind of want to just get to Wonder Egg because that was driving me insane. <laughs> but I, I've, I've calmed down so I could do either. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's start with this, I guess. Um, only because I don't know how long we'd go on for. Don't want it to be dragged out near the end. Get right. it out of the way first. There's a lot of sequels. There's a lot of sequels. A lot of yeah. sequels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so I'll get us started here. So y'all got any chart open? Yes. Mm-hmm. Set to spring 2021? All right. Yes. So we got 86, colon, 86. Like the spelt out Making for the second sure. one. Uh, this is a light novel, A War Without Causalities. The Republic... I'm sorry. <laughs> causalities a war without casualties the republic of san magnolia has long been under attack from the neighboring Giadian empire's army of unmanned drones known as the legion after years of painstaking research the republic finally developed autonomous drones of their own turning the one-sided struggle into a war without casualties or at least that's what the government claims <gasps> in truth there's no such thing as a bloodless war Beyond the fortified walls protecting the 85 Republic territories lies the non-existent 86th sector. The young men and women of this forsaken land are branded the 86 and stripped of their humanity to pilot the unmanned, in quotation marks, weapons into battle. <laughs> so they invented, they said they invented drones to fight the drones, but they actually just but have people inside. But then the drones are still them. need people. Um. <laughs> All right. Oh no. That's a concept, at least. I'll say that. Yeah. Why don't I, I read just... this somewhere else, and the translation was really bad. So this sounds way better than what I read. I don't know why the translation. I guess I did not know what to do with all these weird eighty set, you know, and the made up. I don't yeah. know. It sounds like an interesting military drama. It could be something. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. So. Why don't they just steal one of the drones and then just <laughs> like reverse manufacture it? It could yeah. be a case where like. Right, like how in like the real world, China has access to more minerals and stuff like that, right? Because mm. of the nature of how China is, it could be something like that, right? That maybe, yeah. yeah. Like they're on the side that has a mountain, <laughs> so fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> we can make robots. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there could be more to it politically. It's like, yeah, this one we don't want to cross. I don't know. It is. It it is what it is. War, right? Yeah. Um. All right, uh, John. Do you want to read this one? Just because I think it's funny. I guess so, if you're going to oh, no. stereotype me oh, here. I just, I this is your wheelhouse, right? <laughs> yeah, children's shows. Fuck you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just meant, like, Pokemon knockoffs. Okay. Uh, Bakugan Geogon Rising. Bakugan Geogon Rising sees Got hero Dragonoid return. Dragonoid's back, baby. As the awesome brawlers <laughs> remain in a deep slumber. 
<laughs> Healing for the last time they had to save the world. Oh shit. This time oh, okay. the, this time the gang will face adventures with a new set of Bakugan characters, including Geogon, a Bakugan like creature fused with elements of crystals and forming a new geometric form. Not only do Geogon <laughs> What a way to put that. I just uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to read this whole thing, you know. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't think we. Should I think read that got it enough. Thing. What the hell is like? He forms a new geometric form. What the hell is <laughs> that? What it sounds yeah. like to me. What it sounds like to me is they invented a new kind of toy that like uh. does d- a different thing. That is what that. I don't means know what you're me. talking about. Why are you <laughs> insulting the sanctity of Bakugan? There is no sanctity here, Rose. The awesome brawlers didn't die for this, John. They didn't die. They're in a deep slumber healing. Uh. <laughs> From the last time they said... Don't they worry, honey. Slumber. The awesome brawlers are just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in comas. I don't, know. I don't know what else they're trying to say. <laughs> Bakuden, uh, two exclamation points. The anime is set in Miyagi Prefecture's Iwanuma City and centers on a mm. high school rhythmic gymnastics team. The anime follows Shotaru Futaba, who is fascinated by gymnastics after seeing it in his third year of middle school, and joins the the rhythmic uh, gymnastics team of his new high school. So Shukan High School, nicknamed Auhai, he makes a friend with his schoolmate Ryuya Ryuya Misato, who earned fame um, for, that's a little weird, who who earned fame as a gymnast during middle school. Okay. So I was betrayed by a, a gymnastics anime last time. <laughs> I don't know if I could trust this, but again, All right, it, it Samurai. is what it is. Seems yeah. like it could be fun, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what a... Hmm. I was just thinking, like, this one at least, this has to be the most... Um, well, listen, I don't, I don't want to make any claims here because I don't want to, you know, make the classic uh, jokes that people make about gymnasts, you know, and stuff like that. But uh-huh. I will say, it's looking pretty homoerotic. I don't know. That's just... <laughs> looking at this one picture of art they have, look at that. Like, uh, they're no, all, like, sure. shiny. That, that... Yeah, for sure. It's exactly what one may is- expect with a yeah. primarily male cast and having character designs like that. Uh- <laughs> Alright, I really need to read this because this is insane to me. Okay, so this is the sequel to ba- Battle Athletes Victory, which I've never heard of. It's called Restart. Aspiring athletes from around the galaxy gather to compete in a tournament where the winner will be crowned the Cosmic Beauty. What begins as a rivalry grows into friendship among the athletes, including a lunar refugee and her kangaroo companion, the daughter of an arms-dealing CEO, a mysterious loner, and Earth's representative, a humble potato farmer named (laughs) Kanata Akahoshi. Oh my god. A humble potato farmer. so are they also gym- gymnasts? What is going on? Like, it seems like that. Multi- I don't. Multiple. I don't know. Why does she have a kangaroo? <laughs> a lunar refuge. So she's from the moon. Yeah, I she's guess. Like and there's kangaroos it. on the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. Why the best Earth had is a potato farmer. Yeah. I've I've only heard of Battle Athletes because they did a discotheque release semi recently. So. Like, some people that I followed were, like, picking it up. I don't, you know, I, I don't know much about it. It's got to be somewhat remembered fondly if they're doing a sequel, so, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right, John, want to grab this next one? Let's see. Blue Reflection Ray. 
So I have heard of the game Blue Reflection, and this, this is, is a uh, sequel. I don't or a weird thing. I don't. I, I think it's just an adaptation of the game, but it's like weird and has like new features into it. Sure. Yeah. Just you know. Um, yeah. Just uh, the story begins with the belated start of school life for Hinako Shirai, who had just recovered from a leg injury. Uh, the magical sisters Yuzu and Lime bestowed her with the special power to become a reflector. Yeah, it, it's just, it's like a magical girl thing, I think. I don't know. I've That's by the Atelier people. I, yeah, I, I, I just know that, like, I followed the Koei Tecmo Twitter account for, like, a year, and every time they did a giveaway, I, like, tweeted at them that they should give me Blue Reflection because I didn't want to pay money for it. Um, and they never did. So, Yeah. <laughs> It's on my Atelier, like, playthrough list to play at some point, because I have access to it, but I just, uh... It's not Atelier, is the thing, so I'm just like, you know... Okay. <laughs> I just want to make a potion. Sure. Alright, so All this right. is a... This is part of a franchise, right? This is... What yes. is this? Cardplay oh, yeah. Vanguard Every season. <laughs> I... Yeah, Yu-Yu is a boy living in Kanazawa Kaga province. He is 15 years old... Uh, he has the ability to sense the feeling of others, but he's troubled by the fact that he cannot say no when asked. One day, Yu-Yu could wow. no longer stand going along with his sister's hobby. What is her hobby? So he ran away from home. That's a little weird. The one who saves him is Megumi Okura. Megumi invites you... Oh my gosh, what is it? I don't want to read this whole thing. It's you don't have game. to read this whole thing. So he uh, he's, gets involved in card Okay, fights. so basically what happens... They go to the amusement park at night. St- uh, weird, suspicious characters run into them. And for some reason, they just have a card battle, like, <laughs> in the middle of the street, and then basically all this crazy shit happens from the card battle. Right. This is how Yu encounters Vanguard, a world he has never seen and is drawn by its powerful allure. Making new friends along the way. Okay. <laughs> it's a very dense description for no reason yeah. to explain a card battle show. <laughs> On the flip side, I have a very quick one now for this manga adaptation for Cest v- versus. So it's supposed to be like Cestus, but with a V, because I'm assuming oh, it's like a fighting okay. thing. Right? Uh, the Roman fighter. Uh, 54 AD, Cestus, a young boy, orphaned by the Roman Empire and made a slave, is placed into a training school for pugilists. It is here that he begins his journey to defy fate and fight for his own freedom. It is tagged as sports, which I guess. But that could be interesting. I love uh, some cesty, some punchy. <laughs> That's what they're uh, they're called. The little fist. They're mm-hmm. they're called that. They're cool. Use them in Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a great title for you, John. Look at this title. Isn't this great? <laughs> Combatants <laughs> will be dispatched. Alright, uh, it's tough being on the front lines for an evil organization. And nobody knows this better than number six, combatant for the Kisaragi Secret Society. Dispatched to a distant alien world on a reconnaissance mission, he's got a new android partner, but how are you supposed to plan an interstellar invasion of a fantasy world? Uh, isn't that, uh, um... It's like, uh... Oh, I don't even remember what it's called. It's like Hazard Company or something. Do you know what I'm know. talking about? What is no. that? No. I don't know what you're talking about. This is just an isekai, but instead of someone dying, they're just a, a, a villain space alien. 
There's a little girl that has a shotgun on the cover, but they're all, they're all like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I heard a Outbreak off. Company. I don't like this. <laughs> it, Here, it looks, y'all have, it, yeah. <laughs> y- y'all ever hear about Outbreak Company? Because that's what that sounds like, sort of. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the trailer while you uh, talk about the next one. I'll report back. <laughs> okay, well, listen. Out- Outbreak Company is the anime where they hire a guy and they like you know video games, right? We found an isekai. We need to send you in there to get, give them uh-huh. Japanese citizenship okay. and all this weird shit. It's okay. a really weird series. Dragon goes um, house hunting. Um, the story follows Letty, a dragon who's ca- cast out of their family home after failing to live up to some dangerously high standards, and sets out to find a new place to live. But in this world full of magical creatures, elves, doors, and more, it's not so easy for a fearsome dragon. Get ready for the high-stress world of real estate. Holy shit, it's colitis. <laughs> what? The dragon has to do with co- capitalism. Yeah, oh man. Oh man. That could be, yeah. Funny. Yeah, so it's like it. It's the new isekai gimmick is real so estate. Is it, and so is it like is it like the Final Fantasy MMO house hunting struggles? Is this? Oh with god! The dragon? <laughs> I guess this so. Like oh no. Uh. Oh boy, this one. <laughs> Fairy run Maru, Anata no Kokoro, Otasuke Shimasu. I know. Set in a world of cruelty and a heartbreak. Fairy Ranmaru follows five young men who work at the mysterious Bar F and who offer to heal the hearts of their clients. Oh, all wiping away their tears and causing smiles to bloom like flowers. They take no payments aside from stealing their clients' hearts. Oh. It's tagged as Magical Girl. Uh, How cute. Yeah, I don't know what this would be. Like a, I don't know. It, it, yeah, again, it is what it is, or something sinister. Who knows? <laughs> I'll grab this next one real quick too, just because it's uh, the Fruits Basket, the final season. Okay, it's just the last season of Fruits Basket. Yeah. Did, look at the key visual. They look like something. <laughs> like they died. I literally looked at this. I was like, this looks like a horror show. If you don't know what this is, this looks like a Higurashi key visual. Yeah. Um, Did you do Eden's Zero? Oh, the fairy tale sequel. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. Sorry. No. Yeah. Um, oh. It's just a sequel this is, to the fairy uh, tale. Yeah. Wait. No, it's not the sequel to fairy. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is some oh. sort of sequel. Okay. Eden For- Zero is eleven months after the grand finale of Fairy Tale. Master Mangaka. Hiro Mashima is back with a great adventure beyond imagination. I, you know what? I'm going to say I can probably imagine what's going to happen. In it, <laughs> go ahead. All the steadfast friendship, crazy fighting, and blue cats you come to expect in space. Oh, shit. A young boy gazes up at the sky and sees a streaming bolt of light. The friendly blah, 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 blah. And I'm sorry. I need to read this part. The friendly armor-clad being at his side tells him gently, that's a dragon. The fact that he's joking isn't important. <laughs> What's important is the look of wonder on the boy's face and the galaxy's fanning adventure that's about to take place. That's fun. That sounds like a great time. I like space pirates? Space. I guess. Space. I forgot fairy tale ended. Mm. Yeah, it did. Like a a while ago, I think. Folks, Uh, 11 months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Folks, this show is called Full Dive. The ult- This ultimate next-gen full dive RPG is even shittier than real life. 
story follows a dull high school student named Hiroyuki, where he is tricked mm. into joining a full dive role-playing game. The game, Kiwami Quest, literally Ultimate Quest, is promoted as more real than reality, with mind-blowing graphics, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, it's just, yeah, alright, it's an isekai. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> so it seems to just be, like, a game with just insane grinding that's even worse than real life, and then, like, he just decides that he's going to beat it. I guess so. I stopped reading halfway through the paragraph because it sounded <laughs> like shit. So this one sounds interesting, but it, it, it does seem like something that might explore a potentially taboo topic, but hopefully in a way that seems tasteful compared to something else I've seen in the same season, which explores the same topic. So, um, Hige wo Soru, um, Soshite, <clears throat> Joshi, um, Joshi Kosei wo Hiro, which I, from my understanding means literally after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. Um, and Yoshida was swiftly rejected by his crush of five years. On his way home after drinking his sorrows away, he saw a high school girl sitting on the street. Um, and the girl says to him basically, oh, well, you do it with me, so let me stay. And the guy responds back, this is what I'm assuming the dialogue is, don't even joke about something like that. And so the story of living with the high school girl Sayu began. The, sl the slice of life romance story between a runaway high school girl and a 26-year-old salaryman ensues. So, from my understanding of, like, people who kind of, you know, it's like a manga series, I think, um, it's kind of like a little more complex, I think, compared to what this is presenting as. So I am kind of curious about this, um, where I think it's not supposed to be obviously a straightforward romance. Nonetheless, I don't think it's endorsing it. It, it does seem to be a very interesting drama between these two who have like an age gap and kind of the complicated, I guess, feelings around that. Mm -hmm. um, so especially in regards to like, you know, the, you know, both of them seem to be like people rejected from their social circles in some way. And it's just about, I think... Yeah, like, exploring people problems. I don't know, I'm very curious about this, because it doesn't sound like something that will treat this poorly, but at the same time, we don't know, right? So, I am planning on watching this, maybe. No. Um, alright, so then there's the how not to summon a demon lord again. This show is just porn, I just want to say real quick. Uh -huh. uh, okay. It's just porn. <laughs> uh, I saw my roommate watching it at one point, and... <laughs> She stopped watching it after a certain point just because it was just getting ridiculous. It, the There's entire like show. To it beyond yeah, it, the entire show is light beams to give you oh, an idea man. of uh, what's going on there. <laughs> uh, they fuck like every episode. It's insane. I don't know what's going on. This is just like calling it etchy feels generous here. Um, <laughs> But otherwise, there's uh, I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level, which I've heard is pretty good. But I don't know if that was just because that was like six years ago when this stuff was novel. Um, but yeah, this is a light novel. It's about this lady who just like... Again, they all die of overwork in the real world is the depressing thing I've noticed about all the recent uh, isekais. Uh -huh. It's just... I guess everyone's coping, but man... Um... Yeah, she just kills slimes for, like, ever and ever and ever. Uh, and then she's level 99, so everyone's like, whoa, what the fuck? She's level 99? That's insane. And she just does some stuff. You know, standard isekai stuff. But it's all girls, so... Sometimes those are better. I don't know. Sometimes. Sometimes they're just, like, nothing happens, and you're like, okay. 
Um, God damn it. <laughs> you ended up with that uh, one. <laughs> lined up perfectly. There you go. Again. God damn it. The numbers have been calculated well. <laughs> yep. Please don't bully me, Nagatoro-san. The face of racist anime fans for the next <laughs> few weeks until the little girl from the Dragon Maid comes out. So there you go. Folks, look, I'm going to be I'm going to be I, I I feel like I've told this story before, but like I don't want to I don't want to judge people for their fetishes per se, you know? <laughs> per se. Per se. <laughs> but I just I I saw a lot of people posting this girl on like Tumblr or something when it was when it was being first like translated. And I read a little bit of it and it made me legitimately upset to read. Like like the the things that she says to the boy were so far it was way too much. So I mean, I guess I am not fit to have a like bullying kink or something like that, you know? Like <laughs> It was it was fucking rough to read. Like legitimately, I was just like, man, I wouldn't yeah. be able to handle this at some point. Like I don't know. Like e- like like it was the kind of thing where it was like if I was like in like a thing with somebody, and they were like, yeah, I want to do some like bullying stuff. Some of the stuff that she was saying to that, I, I, that would be like safe word time for me. I'd be like, all right, time out. We gotta fucking stop. Holy shit. So I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody is into it. Not me, though. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm just not looking forward to the discourse because there's just going to be a bunch of people yelling and screaming about it being about uh, a, a high schooler. Um, which, you know, again, I'm not saying they're wrong, but it's not like the people that are arguing back are going to listen to you. So, you know. I'm not looking forward to it. Me either. I'm not going to watch it. I'm no, not going to watch it. I'm not either. All right. Uh, LV, you want to grab, grab this one? This is interesting. Which um The the gloomy bear one? Yeah. Yeah, so gloomy bear is like a little... I, are they under Sanrio? I don't think they are. Are they? I think they are. I, or maybe? A different, maybe? I don't know. Well, gloomy bear is another like mascot char- character purposely made for the idea of being cute but also we want to sell merch with them on it so there you go um now and they have a series it looks like so gloomy is an abandoned little bear who is rescued by pity at, at first he is cute and cuddly but becomes more wild as he grows up since bears do not become attached to people like dogs by nature i don't know about that <laughs> science uh <laughs> gloomy consistently attacks pity even though he is his owner so yeah i have no idea what this will be this sounds fucked up but the idea of gloomy bear is that yeah it's just this bear that looks cute, but yeah, they just have blood on them sometimes out of context. Uh, like, you know, it's just like this contrast of like something creepy and cute. It's, it's that whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't know what this would be. I don't know if it's like a gag comedy thing. It doesn't sound like it has a story. <laughs> so I, I, I don't even know if it's full length or what. I right. Guess the, yeah. It's interesting yeah. how it's part of this. It seems like it's a, it sounds like a mini series with just shorts. I don't know. All right, next up is Joran, the Princess of Snow and Blood. The year is 1931, which is a sentence I never want to hear related to Japan, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Prince Tokugawa Yoshinobu is 94 years old and holds absolute control over Japan. Every time I hear about a 94-year-old prince, I'm like, this feels wrong, you know? 
Like that guy in 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 the UK who's like a <laughs> abomination. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, right. remnants of yeah. yeah, remnants of the Meiji era's culture can be seen around the city, but scientific technology and Japanese esoteric cosmology on yai, eh, on Yodo are also developing, exuding a sense of modernity. Modernity, modern modernity. I don't know. Modernity, I think. Modernity? Okay. Yet lurking behind the glitz is the Kuchinawa, a dissident group planning the assassination of the prince and effectively the fall of the regime. Tasked to extinguish these dissidents is Nue, the government's secret executioner group. Sawa Yukimura, who works for this organization, suffered from an early age at the hands of the Kuchinawa boss. Her entire family was murdered and she dedicated her life to avenging their death. Okay. All right. It's going to be just how World War II happened. I don't know. <laughs> is this not just a Princess Snowblood movie, but anime? Lady Snowblood? I don't know if that's the same. Is this the same character? I same don't know. Figure? I don't Maybe. know. Okay. It's the whole season. Uh, it has no relations on any list, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like connected at all to Lady Just coincidental, Snowblood. I yeah. guess. No. A lot of snow, a lot of blood. I, it makes sense, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, so this one is Koi Tiyobu Niwa Kimochi Warui, or I guess pe- some people just call it uh, Koi Kimau. It means um, something like, this love is disgusting or something, like or <laughs> something like that. It literally, that's literally what it means. Okay. And, but yeah, this is the other thing I was complaining about. I was like, it's, they're like, uh, anyway, you can go forward. Uh, once you fall for someone, you can't stop the love. A strange encounter spurs the meeting of Amakusa Ryo, a high-spec businessman who's loose with women, and his high school sister's best friend, Arima Ichika. From there, he falls madly in love. On the one hand, he approaches her with almost too straightforward methods, while she responds simply disgusted, insulting him without hesitation, and he takes it as her way of showing love. Y- yeah, no... Um, yeah, like, but compared to the other thing, it's like why is this is presenting it as a comedy, and I'm like, oh, I, <laughs> this is this is not okay. Uh, <laughs> like it's, if it's literally just skits of her like rejecting him, like then I don't know what the point is. You know, it's he's he's fucking weird and should not do that and is a creep and should go away. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the point of it. Um, next thing is basically Rumikun, uh season two. So, yeah, last three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, John didn't finish it. I'm not going to say what happened, but yeah, season two. You're, you're uh, fine. <laughs> but yes. Um, this next thing, uh, I was like, what is these My Chemical Ass Romance people? <laughs> 32nd of Mars. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> the Black Parade outfit. Black what is going parade? on? Mars Red takes place in 1923, and vampires have existed for quite a while. It's <laughs> but true. Now, okay, sure. For but quite now, a while now. Vampires. Though. Now the number of vampires is increasing, and a mysterious artificial blood source called Ascra has appeared. The Japanese government, in turn, creates Code Zero, a unit within the army tasked with taking down the vampires. And what better way to track da- vampires than by using more vampires? Okay. <laughs> I can't argue with that logic, right. I have to say. That's true. If that is ha- true. Like, moles are very effective. Mole agents are very effective. But if they have um, an artificial blood source, why don't they just give that to the vampires? I, <laughs> I don't know. There's always going to be vampire purists, right? They're going to be like, no, yeah, no, yeah, no I like, need to eat. Created by Lieutenant General Nakajima, this unit has historically been in the business of information war, but has been reassigned to solve the vampire crisis. I don't know if, like... <laughs> 
people who are like hackers are like re I don't know if they can okay I don't know if they're equipped to fight that's okay that's a huge transition on them so it's up to code zero and the s-class vampire defraud defro to investigate this increase and put a stop to it before society and crumbles okay all right sounds sounds insane I'm down for it uh <laughs> yeah <sure. laughs> what the hell is this Fuck it. <laughs> all right all right next up we got a shamisen anime all right all right masiro no oto shamisen is a traditional japanese musical instrument that looks similar to a guitar that is so true teenager <laughs> sawamura setsu's grandfather who raised him and his older brother recently passed away his grandfather was one of the greatest shamisen players and the two siblings grew up listening to him play since the grandfather's death, Setsu dropped out of high school, moved to Tokyo, and has been drifting, not knowing what to do besides play his shamisen. That's when his successful and rich mother, Umiko, storms into his life and tries to shape him up. She enrolls him back in high school, but little does Setsu know that he is about to rediscover his passion for shamisen. Why wasn't he in high school? Why, why was his mom... Because he was playing shamisen, not... Rose. That's all. <laughs> but, like, he goes into high school and rediscovers his passion for it? Like, it seems like that's his only passion. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mazika Party. This is like a million years long, so I'm going to skim. Uh, it's about wizards who gather Mazika in order to save the world. Uh, I think this is like a monster thing. This looks like some kind of monster yeah. catching thing. Okay, you need to read about the CEO's name. Okay, all right. You know what? Hang on a second. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, meet the Mazika CEO himself, Jeff Johns. <laughs> Who's playing Jeff Johns in this? <laughs> it doesn't say. I don't right? know, like Kentaro. I don't know. <laughs> just I, 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 I just want like a white guy to pl be playing Jeff Johns. I just want like, hello, it's me, Jeff Johns. How's it going? And they have to like translate everything. That'd be bad. That'd be good, but also bad. They don't have a voice listed for Jeff Johns, even though they he gets fucking yeah. second billing in this description. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's, like, established only before the series starts, so he's yeah. never even... Alright. LV, what's, uh, what's next? What's, what do we got? Okay, yeah, um, we got the second part of Megalobox. Um, we got another season of <laughs> Mucal Dreamy. Is this, supposed, is this supposed to be like a play on Miracle? Like Miracle? Okay. Um, yes. One of those magical girl aligned with a pet thing shows. Kind those of like guys are, are, those those Miracle Dreamies, let me tell you, I've seen a bit. They're sick. Uh -huh. They're oh, sick. Okay. All of them are sick. They're sickos. Sicker than the, like, the pre-cure animals? They're sicker than the pre-cure animals. Wow. They're like, they, they all have like deranged habits and like, <laughs> they do sick things to each other. There's like, oh, no. uh, it's, it's disturbing. <laughs> Um, then we got the second part of Moriarty, um, long-awaited. Um, a second part to this, like, anthropomorphic animal series. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. It seems cute, though. Um, Moto Majime no Fumajime Kai Ketsu Zorori. I don't know what this is. Um, but it does look cute. Uh, fifth season. <laughs> just got a streak of seasons. Fifth season of My Hero Academia. There we go. Uh, that's starting up real soon. Yeah, that's that's just happening yeah. this week. And they they just announced too that uh they're like on the last arc of the manga. So My Hero Academia is oh, going to wow. be ending soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're like hitting. Though I think the anime is still like decently some arcs behind. So yeah. Um, and then here we go. Now an original anime. Odd Taxi. 
Um, the taxi driver, Odukamo, lives a very mundane life. He has no family, doesn't really hang out with other people, and he's an oddball who's narrow-minded and doesn't talk much. The only people he can call his friends are his doctor, Garuki, and his classmate from high school, Kakibana. So, so I want to specify first, these are anthropomorphic animals. This is another anthropomorphic animal anime series. It's, <laughs> it looks really, it looks kind of funny. It looks really unique. So, um... Odokawa looks like he's the wal- a walrus. Garuki is a gorilla, a gorilla doctor. Um, I don't know who Kakibana might be. But all of his patrons seem to be slightly odd themselves. The college student who wants the world to notice him online, Kabasawa. He looks like um, a monkey. A nurse with secrets named Shirakawa. She might be a llama or alpaca. And a comedy dude that just can't catch a break named the Homo sapiens. Oh, no. Um, it looks like a donkey and... A boar, maybe? <laughs> and then a local hoodlum named Dobu. I think Dobu needs... Uh, okay. An idol group that, and then an idol group that's just starting out named Mystery Kiss. All these mundane conversations somehow lead to a girl who's gone missing. This is... Yeah, this sounds very interesting. It, looks, yeah. it sounds like... Yeah, it sounds like there's a big mystery at hand, and this poor taxi driver just gets entangled with all these weird people. And then in the end, somehow it, it, it like ties to whatever the big issue is at hand. Like, I, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, me scary. too. I, I, I had never seen this before just now, and now I, I do want to yeah. check this out. Yeah. All right, next up is the rom- the romantic comedy where the childhood friend won't lose. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, my childhood friend seems to have feelings for me. She lives next door and is small and cute. With an outgoing mm-hmm. character, she's the caring Onesan type, this being one of her greatest strengths. But I already have my first love. <laughs> the beautiful idol of our school and the award-winning author high school girl, Kachi Shirakusa. Oh, award-winning author? <laughs> award-winning author. Think about it oh, rationally. Shit. I should have no chances with her, but while walking home from school, she only talks to me with a smile, oh, even. Guy. I oh. might actually have a chance, don't you think? Or so I thought. But then uh-huh. I heard she already has a boyfriend, <gasps> and my life turned to, took a turn for the worse. I want to die. Uh-huh. Why isn't it me? Uh-huh. Even though she was my first love, as I was drowning in despair uh-huh. and depression, Kuroha whispered, if it's that tough for you, then how about we get revenge? The best revenge ever, that is. What? <laughs> what the fuck? So he's like trying to... Oh, that's stupid. Excuse me, what? Uh, so uh, basically what I'm, ge- I'm getting is that he wants to date this girl and she's like, let's get revenge by pretending to date or something like that. Shudder, and then yeah. she's like, yeah, ooh. Oh no. Disturbing. It's Dogakobo, so it looks like Yuri Yuri. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay. <laughs> weird uh pretty boy detective club it's a mysterious isn't that every detective club (laughs) only the good ones um it's moriarty a mysterious organization that's rumored to solve problems at ub west academy and then they just list the boys uh to search for a star she glimpsed 10 years ago second year student mayumi dojima calls in these five pretty boys to help her solve the case which pretty boy is your favorite <laughs> it just straight up says that what? it's shaft what? Do you have a call to action in the description <laughs> it's shaft though it is That's a shaft a, so oh, yeah yeah it could be it could be fucked up in a good way so hey it i mean it does look fucked up like look at them yeah uh <sighs> All right. The legs are so long. All right, just okay. just first blush. Who's your favorite pretty boy? <laughs> who, who, who you got? All right, I'm taking a look. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. So there's a blue hair one. There's a yellow hair one. There's a black hair one, a red hair one. There's just a Luke from Genshin Impact is the red hair one. And then there's a white hair <laughs> yeah. one who looks like every evil white hair anime boy who we've yeah. ever seen. The, He's the covered bl- in blood in the... Hmm. Yeah, the blue-haired one is, like, short... But looks kind of evil. Astolfo-y, Yeah. Maybe. Uh, the the black haired one looks like 
I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. The black hair one looks like a lesbian. Um, yeah. And uh, the the blonde-haired one looks very sporty. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the blonde-haired one just because they're not wearing full-length pants like all the other ones. So they're a free <laughs> spirit. They're a so-called free spirit thing, free thinker. They seem, they seem like the sort of like stereotypical, very... Um, rambunctious, yeah. short-haired, blonde character. He's like, oh, yeah, he can. He's he, he's probably fun to hang out with. He knows how to have a good time. Probably does some pranks on the others. You know, the main Maybe. girl calls him Mister Bare Legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I'll go with the Deluke looking one. He looks trustworthy. Yeah, he does. He seems like the most serious and grounded. Mm-hmm. Well, he's the delinquent. So Ooh, I would oh, I agree shit. with you. That is the one you can trust. You can always trust the delinquent boy. Well, I that's think. true. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Elvie? No, yeah, I agree with them. The short blonde. Okay. One. Okay. I mean, the one with the shorts. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Wait. Okay. This is changing everything to me. The girl cross dresses as a pretty boy detective to be in the club. So was oh. I was I right then? <laughs> Well, no, no uh, that's, the, that's the purple. The she's, she has purple hair. Yeah, she's oh, not there. Okay. I, I thought I just, like, did a fucking slam dunk without looking, basically. No. Okay. I think he, apparently that one that you, that you said looks like a lesbian uh-huh. um, it's only speaks twice in each book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so she comes to them with a case, and then she realizes, oh, I want to be involved with this, and so she joins them. Okay. Okay, that could be... Okay. I want to be a pretty boy right. detective. This is incredible. Okay, I might watch this, honestly. It seems amusing. <laughs> All right. Um, sayonara Watashi no Kramer. With no soccer accomplishments to speak of. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, goodbye, Kramer, the Seinfeld anime. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's what happened when he was racist that one time. That, that is true. Yeah. Like, yeah. sorry, yeah. With no soccer accomplishments to speak of during the entire of Sumeri Suo's junior high school years, the young wing gets an odd offer. Suo's main rival, Midori Sojisaki, invites her to join up on the same team in high school with a promise that she'll never let Suo play alone. It's an earnest offer, but the question is whether Suo will take her up on it. Thus, the current opens on a story that collects an enormous cast of individual soccer-playing personalities. Okay, soccer. But it doesn't look like a conventional, like tournament or like we're fucking, it looks like, like is this the whole ass high school like what is going on here but okay soccer anime mm. all right um, and it says it's a sequel huh it's i've never even heard well yeah. I, mean, I bet we've read fucking Sy- or not, sayonara kramer or whatever in the past probably yeah. we've probably done it um, I, think it, I think it was just Watashi no Kramer. I remember now. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, they added this Sayonara because this is this is it. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, soccer. Goodbye, soccer. Next up is this gotcha game. I'm not even going to read it because listen, it's a gotcha game. Seven Swords, <laughs> Seven Knights Revolution. I don't. I I've never hear of any of these gotcha games. I know they're Japan exclusive ones, but I've never hear about any of them. And they get a right. whole ass anime, and I'm just like, what's going on? Like this thing's gonna shut down in a year. I don't know. Maybe the whole thing is like we're not. No one's playing our game, so let's make a whole anime and spend money. As, like like the most flagrant form of expensive advertising. We're gonna make a whole anime to promote this game. Probably. Yeah. And then uh, it doesn't succeed, right? Uh, <laughs> But but after that is Shadow's House, uh, which I was curious about. Yeah. Um, the story is set in a Western-style mansion on a cliff and centers the aristocratic, faceless Shadow family. They live together with lifelike doll attendants who serve as their faces. 
The story focuses on the daily lives of the house's inhabitants and gradually reveals its mysteries. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Uh, next up is Shakunetsu Kabadi. Uh, the story centers on first-year high school student Tatsuya Yoigoshi, who's an ace soccer player who dislikes sports. Then he gets invited onto a kabaddi team. He scoffs at the idea at first, but becomes interested after watching a kabaddi practice. So it's just a kabaddi anime. Yeah. I have never heard of this sport. I am going to look it up I'm right looking now. at this right now. The objective in the game is for a single player on offense, referred to as a raider, to run into the opposing team's half of the court, tag out as many of the defenders as possible, and return to their own half of the court, all without being tackled by the defenders in a single breath. It, uh, it's intense. It, it is from India. Yeah. It is an Indian game. So it's like a, it's like a contact sport. Yeah. So it just means circle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a commodity. Elvia, it's on on you. I, or, uh, unless it's on me. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got the. I forgot about. Wow. The yeah. Shaw King uh, remake. Or a re-adaptation. I don't know what's the better way to say it. That's all I could say. The Shaman King. The Fruits Basket for Shaman King. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what? Fruits Basket for Shaman King. The new Fruits Basket book for Shaman King. Mm -hmm. Okay, what is this? I I don't know what this is. It it literally says a new series based on a toy line. So... Some robots. And then this one, I have no one has talked about this unless actually no, I do, I feel like I've seen the the you know the SSS Dyna Zenon like a new Mac Trigger uh, show. Yeah, it's it, a sequel to Gridman. It's a sequel yeah, to Gridman. I I just I wonder like I feel I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I felt like Gridman was pretty wrapped <laughs> up, you know. I, I don't. I mean, right. I don't know. They the fact that they made a new Gridman was hilarious, and I mean, it seems like it has some of the characters from Gridman, you know, not the girls, but, like, I th- I'm pretty sure the main boy is... No, wait, no, that's a different boy. Okay, never mind. Um, yeah, I don't know if it might be a different set of characters. All right, well, I'm just waiting for the show to come out to figure out what obscure Transformers uh, toys the characters are based on, <laughs> because that was... I, I'm gonna be honest, I just remember watching that show for, like, a month because I wanted to see if it was going to turn out to just be a weird Transformers thing, but then it turned out not mm-hmm. to be, and I was kind of upset about that, but, you know. People like that show. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of fell off of it, but, you know, I get it. I, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I really liked it. But I guess I liked it for how it eventually wrapped up that was more yeah that's the main thing i think the end it wasn't it was like going in and it's like oh okay okay and then people like the girls (laughs) that's unfortunately how it always is it's like oh i see i i understand you just see our design it's like oh okay um (laughs) they made evil gamer mash from fate go like what were people not supposed to love her what was gonna happen (laughs) we all knew it was gonna happen yeah see i liked I liked her. It was the fact that they had a girl that was just like that had her legs out slightly, and then people, people were like, "Oh my god, like her the thighs!" thighs. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, uh, people, people are too horny." Yeah, um, they are. Um, like too horny, but yeah, okay. Um, I'll just take on the sex one since I did sure. don't, don't look at me, so, bros. Don't look at me. Oh, <laughs> Super Cub. 
Um, it's a moped anime or a motorbike anime. And what? I was like, oh shit, this could rule. It looks, I don't know. I was like, when I saw this key, I was like, dude, are they, are they going to run into the Eurocamp girls? Like, it literally <laughs> looks like they're in the same town. Um, the center, I mean, the story centers on Koguma, a high school girl in Yamanashi. She has no parents, friends, or hobbies, and her daily life is empty. Oh, man. One day, though, she gets a used Honda Super Cub motorcycle. And this is her first time going to school on a motorcycle. Running out of gas and hitting detours became a small source of adventure in her life. She is satisfied with the strange transformation. But her classmate, uh, Reiko, ends up talking to her about how she also goes to school on a motorcycle. Mm. One super club begins to open up a lonely girl's world, introducing her to a new everyday life and friendship. Oh my gosh, if they're going to get into like mechanical stuff with the motorbikes, yes. I'm going to be like, yes. <laughs> I will not understand it, but I will love it. Oh my god. Yeah, no, this this sounds oh good god. as hell. Yeah. I mean, like, Eurocamp's going to be wrapping up in two weeks, and then this is going to roll right into this. Come on. Yeah, just fill that gap, baby. That's what we need. Just give us more moped right, content. Like, I, I can't, like, I don't know what the series will do, but, like, I, I, if it's just literally them, like, not doing anything, and we just see, like, them driving against landscapes, I'm that's like, that's all we fun. need. That's it. Good, good background ambience. Yeah. And they're not even talking. They're just like, oh, Wall here's papers. Desktop wallpapers <laughs> for the rest of the year. Let's do it. <laughs> Rose, read, read another isekai. Yep, yeah, okay, another isekai, here it is. The saint's magic power is omnipotent. Say a 20-year-old office worker, it's true, is whisked away to a whole new world. Unfortunately for Say, the ritual that summoned her meant to produce a saint who would banish the dark magic brought two people over instead of one, and ah. everyone prefers the second girl over her. But this is just fine by her, who leaves the royal palace to set up a shop making po- Ooh, making potions. Oh, oh no. Up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Business is booming, and this might not be such a bad life. After all, as long as her supposed sainthood doesn't okay. come back to haunt her. Tag this romance. All right. Who You're, knows? Mm, it's tagged I like as say too. It's not tagged as Sentai, yeah. which I think is very interesting because sometimes female protagonist shows are tagged as Sentai for some reason. So what, yeah, wonder what this. Maybe because there is, the romance is like a, a big thing. Maybe we'll see. All we'll right, see. intriguing. Mm-hmm. I'll grab this one too, real quick. Uh, okay. They're doing a slime, like slice of life show, basically. Yeah. All right. That we'll they announced pro- that like years ago. That sounds like it'd probably be more fun to watch than the actual show by now. <laughs> the show's pretty fun right right now, but yeah. Okay. But for a while, yes, absolutely. More so than like that ending fight of season one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. We got the, the, the World Ends With You anime adaptation. That they're basic. It, you know, they're doing that because there's a new game coming out eventually. Yeah. It being on model is impressive to me because I did not think yeah. they were going to go for the same style at all. I was worried like it would just look generic, but it looks yeah. just like this damn game. It's yeah. pretty good. I mean, you know, I remember as a kid bouncing off that game. Maybe I'll try it again eventually someday. But uh, hey, you know, what? if you really love the world ends with you, you're going to be able to see your favorite characters in full motion in this uh, anime animation. And uh, also, I will just mention there is a third season of Thunderbolt Fantasy. Whoa! Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, I'm sure that was like probably weird too. I'm sure like I feel like this would have came out sooner, but yeah, COVID and they probably couldn't. 
You yeah, have to figure it's, out it's, how to do that and shoot the puppets the, like, close, so closely together and whatnot. So The most consistently good thing Ganorobochi has done is Thunderbolt mm-hmm. Fantasy. What? What, do, what? what are you going no, to do? No, I, I was saying, mm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Affirmation sounds, yeah. 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 I would say Madoka Rebellion also, but you know. I meant overall. I know, I know. I'm just joking. Overall. I'm joking. You made me think about it. You shouldn't have questioned my, yeah, my affirmation. Uh, now and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, LV, you want to grab this one? To your eternity. Oh, um, this was last season. We had this uh, as coming, uh, but then it So we got. This was one of the ones that got shifted. Ooh, mm-hmm. Okay. To your eternity, a lonely boy wandering the Arctic regions of North America meets a wolf, and the two become fast friends. Depending on each other to survive the harsh environment. But the boy has a history, and the wolf is more than meets the eye as well. Mm. Okay, what whoa. The fuck does that but it seems mean? like a cool adventure, like mm-hmm. a weird historical adventure thing. Okay. Yeah, but what does that mean? I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. Like, oh, I'm a cool adventure, like his, history, but like, what if it's bad? Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Didn't tell us enough. See, no. see, there are shows that, like, don't tell us enough, and there are shows that have way too long descriptions, <laughs> like the, the card. Battle enemies for some reason have really long yeah. descriptions. What we noticed. Um. All right. Uh, next up is Tokyo Revengers, which looks like a delinquent boys anime. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Takamichi Hanagaki is a freelancer that's reached the absolute pits of despair in his life. He finds out the only girlfriend he ever had in his life that he dated in middle school has been killed by the <gasps> ruthless Tokyo Damn. Manji gang. Shit. Day after hearing about her death, he's standing on the station platform and ends up being pushed over onto the tracks by a herd of people. He closes his eyes thinking he's about to die, but when he opens his eyes up, he somehow had gone back in time 12 years. Now that he's living back the best days of his life, Takamachi decides to get revenge on his life by saving his girlfriend and changing himself that he'd been running away from. So it's just erased, but delinquents. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I he's going to become that. the head of the gang, I bet. That's what this yeah, tells me. Yeah, he's going to be the head you, of the I gang. I feel like that, you know. I, it does, yeah, it does look, the, yeah. the art looks cool. Looks looks very striking. I respect that concept. Uh, Vivi. Fluorite Eyes Song. Near Land is a complex theme park managed entirely by AIs. Vivi is the first humanoid AI developed or deployed there, where she sings for the attendees every day, following her directive to make everyone happy through songs. One day, an AI named Matsumoto appears before her, saying he comes from 100 years in the future with a directive to work with Vivi to stop the war between humans and AI that is soon to come. Oh, shit. That's fucked up. Terminator? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's just Terminator, but with a singing robot instead of fucking. Oh fuck! Ter- okay. oh, Terminator Two, I guess. So this is this is another another show in Wit Studios. Like, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I, yeah, I wonder if this is an original. Okay. It says that it is. Um, so yes. Oh, okay. So I think that was one of the projects they never released the title of. That was an original. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. All right, this is a ceramics club show. Yeah. I was like, oh man, we got some cu- we got some comfy shows here. Y- Yaku Yakunara Mug Cup Mo, um, the city of Tajimi. So okay, why are all these shows very specific about their cities? Why is this important? Why do I need to notice? I don't know. Well, because um, it specifically tourism. says, it, yeah, it, it's a tourism, yeah, tourism thing because yeah. it, it specifically says here that the city is famous for its earthenware. So, oh, okay, yeah. that that makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised too if it's yeah, you're right. I wouldn't be surprised too if like um. 
you know, they don't really show the, you know, the sponsors and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure maybe they're backed by the city for some of these shows with the tourism agent. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, now I understand. All right, the city of Tajimi, uh, located in southern part of Gifu Prefecture, Japan, is famous for Mino or Mino? Mino. It would probably be Mino. Mino earthenware. The city is dotted with historical pottery producers and ceramic art museums. It has facilities where you can try your hand at making pottery and many restaurants that serve food on Minoware dishes. The story begins when a high school girl moves to a shopping street in Tajimi. Many encounters await her. Friends, town folk, ceramic art, etc. What will she discover in a town famous for ceramics? I don't know. More ceramics. Probably ceramics. (laughs) Probably ceramics, probably cups. Look at that. She's like, she like fucked up a cup in the picture. It's it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> we have fun. Then <laughs> a sequel to Yokai Watch. I don't, that's very okay. Good so they're doing another real. season of Yokai Watch. It's been oh, a bit. Okay. It's been a okay. bit uh, because it's the fun thing. Here's my Yokai Watch trivia for you. I'll do my Yokai Watch trivia so John can read the next one since I know okay. he loves it. Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the fun thing is Yokai Watch decided to randomly go full edgy and release this horrible fucking anime called Shadow oh, yeah. Side. Yeah, and it's sh- like the worst. Yeah. yeah. I've talked and about this before. And you feel like that's what caused their numbers to be bad. Yeah. You know? and it all went downhill. So they went back to Yokai Watch like immediately after that. And then now they're just like, well, I guess we'll just keep doing Yokai Watch forever now. <laughs> like normal Yokai Watch, which is roots. good because it's good. It was really good. <laughs> it had the vibes of when Pokemon is at its best, I think. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, John, read that last one. All right. Well, I'm not going to read this whole thing because I just need to say uh, the last full anime that is listed on here is Zombieland Saga Revenge, baby. It's back. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what I need is the return of Fran Shushu. We are fucking here. We are ready. It's it's time. It's time. Zombieland Saga is back. I'm so ready. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. It's this next <laughs> season. Because, I yeah. mean, I, like, I, 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 everything that's written on here is just, like, talking about what happened last season. Yeah. So, yeah. It's yeah. just, it's, we, we don't know what's gonna happen this season. And that's why it's so exciting. I want to see more. I want to see what happens. I'm excited. All right. I'm gonna ram through some movies now, then. Okay. Um, well, I got the leftover, so, so the spider's oh. still going. <clears throat> yeah, Spider's still going, Back Arrow's still going. I don't know who watches Seven Deadly Sins. I'm like, I, whenever I hear about it, I'm like, oh, that thing is... I don't know a like, damn person. No I really don't. No I don't know it. anyone who watches it. <laughs> right. Why is that? Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's so strange. Um, all right, so movies. Uh, there's a crocodile movie. This is oh, insane. Shit. Okay, I'm just going to read this. The story centers on a crocodile living a normal life, unaware that he is due to die in 100 days. The crocodile spends ordinary days with his animal companion. He doesn't know <laughs> oh, that he's going to die. That was. I, I think this was like a famous webcomic in Japan for okay. a while. Yeah, I, I, remember, right. I remember some of the folks that I follow on Twitter like tweeting about like, how it was like a big national event the day that the crocodile died. This is oh insane. My gosh. Yeah, I, and it really commits to it. He just really died. Oh yeah. man, wow. I, I I feel like I've seen these character these characters' faces, like the crocodile specifically. That's exactly very... yeah. Like it was it was a big oh web comic in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then there's the Bandori. They're doing a Bandori movie for the Roselia Band. Uh. That's uh. They're doing a bunch of movies this year. I think for them, but I don't know. Um, there's Cider no Yo ni Kotoba ga Wakiagaru. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Cherry is a quiet boy who loves to make haikus based off of the things he sees. All right, so it's like a drama about haikus. Um, someone is named Smile in it, which, listen, okay, okay, <laughs> fine, whatever. A, a, po- a movie about poems that yeah. too literal, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got Aiga Daisuke Pomposan, the manga that depicts the craft of movie making and resolves around Pomponette, a talented movie producer who looks like a girl. What? Uh-oh. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Capital Nialiwood? I I really don't know. Uh, Anyways, there he goes. Um, Then we got Fate Grand Order. Um, That's the second Camelot movie that'll be out. I really want to see the first one. I want to see both of them, but who knows when we'll get them. We're just getting (laughs) Demon Slayer, did you see? Yeah, I know. And did you see they rated it R for some reason? (laughs) Don't know what's up with Uh, that. Oh my god. I don't know. I mean, it's probably got, like, like, a bunch of blood in it. I don't know. Yeah, but it was, like, PG-13 in Japan. Good luck getting know. the same money over here. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Um, Girls in Panzer. Sorry, I'm just stealing all these, but I figure most of these are just, like, you know, one, yeah. do it in one. Um, hey, folks, listen. Girls- so the, the Healing Good Precure movie is coming out uh, March 20th. Uh, it's gonna be where the girls are gonna go to uh, the you may are experience that can project the people's inner dreams with the dream pendant that Nodoka and her friends wear that has become very popular. So uh, I guess they are teaming up with the Five Go Go Precure team, um, and this is the, I think this is the this is it. This is the final heal and good thing until they eventually do are in a crossover with someone else. I guess. Um, so, uh, I, I guess this will be for at least the time being the final time that the dog will appear. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an announcement here. I'm just gonna say it. I have decided to be done with the Twitter account. I, I <laughs> no, Cause like I was sitting there and I was like, I could, I could pivot it to being about the mermaid and tropical rogue, but I was like. I don't have the spirit for this. I don't want to do it. Right. I don't. Ha- it's not insane. in my soul. Yeah. I don't. I would be forcing it. So I'm going to keep the Twitter uh, Twitter account up as as a as an archive. But um, I will I will be done with it once. For history. Yeah. Once once I have completed the the archive, uh, I will be not posting on it anymore because I don't want to. I don't want to do it. So thank you. Next up is Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway's <laughs> Flash. Uh-huh. Gundam movie. That's the first in a series of Hathaway yeah. Flash adaptations, I guess. Sure. Um, Detective Conan movie. This is the one where we blew up, right? It's blown up behind <laughs> him. Right, yeah. There's fire. Um, uh-huh. Apparently, a bunch of Guns. executives get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Possible link to serial abductions in the WSG 15 years earlier in Boston. The World Sports Games, I'm assuming? Yes, the Olympics. It's supposed to be the Olympics. Mm. Oh, awkward translation. I see, all right. Um, Okay, then we got a tennis anime movie. It's actually Prince Prince of Tennis, Tennis, I think. Yeah, Yeah, it is. is It takes place after the U17 World Cup. It was previously not depicted in the manga. I don't understand the point of this movie because it says it's adapting a thing that was just not adapted. But then it's like, okay. (laughs) Uh, The Review Starlight movie... Uh, which has had some new scenes in it. Mm-hmm. It's just the series, though, I'm pretty sure. 
but it has some new stuff in it. Uh, Knights of Sidonia movie. Um, and then Tropical Rouge Precure movie is there. It's also. Yeah, it's going to be some kind of like little short that is there. I don't think it's going to be an actual movie. Um, going forward, I think the only other thing is that there is a Godzilla anime. Yeah, there's a Godzilla Netflix anime, yeah. Uh, I'll probably check that out as a Godzilla fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, and then the Yasuke... The, Yasuke's there, yeah. Yeah, yeah Yasuke also will be dropping all at once in Netflix, because they just do that um, in Six April. episodes airing on April 29th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then and then we have the whole Bade right, because I think, yeah, this, this seems like Italia's returning. Uh, <laughs> another scary thing. Yeah. I don't um, know what's going on there. I don't know why they decided that. But <laughs> we have the Uh-oh. horrible looking way of the house husband anime. Mm-hmm. It looks so bad. Yeah. Reading all the stuff about the production where they were like, we were oh. like ready to just do a normal anime. And the director said, oh no, why would we ruin the manga's presentation? Oh no, so it really is. Okay. It so still frames. About, I'm going to yeah. curious how it, see, how, how it does look. In. Oh, have you not seen it? I know, I've seen the trailer. Okay, but I'm curious yeah. how like, a whole episode is. It it's apparently really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently I, like uh, that. Yeah. And the manga like, artist loved it. Sometimes that can be effective, but like, yeah, I'll see. Like, yeah. the, like, like the skeleton working at Kino Kunia, that was funny. Like, that made mm-hmm. sense, I think, for that. Yeah. But this, yeah I'm, this one deserves, I think, this one should have deserved full animation. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so I, I will just say really quick, I don't think this is anything that's going to be, uh, anytime soon, but, um, uh, appa- I guess the, uh, the, the official, uh, keep your hands off of Izoken uh, anime Twitter account tweeted that there's going to be like a panel soon and like Ooh. a bunch of people from science Saru are like retweeting it. So that kind of seems like they might be like doing a season two of Izoken. That's cool. Yeah. That's sweet. you know that's not confirmed. I'm not gonna say it's confirmed, but th- but that, yeah, it definitely sounds like there's gonna be new stuff. At yeah, least in some capacity. Which yeah. fuck yes. <laughs> All right. Um, that does it then. I yes. Think, for this list of anime, mm-hmm. so we can go on the show proper. Sure. We did it. Yay! We did it. Once again, we did it. We did it. Okay real show now mm-hmm. we can do wonder egg uh, <gasps> uh, yeah, uh yeah go for it i actually have not seen it yet but go for okay. it I'm have you seen about, did you, uh, I'm, huh? so you haven't seen last week's either i've seen no i've only seen up to the oh gosh i don't remember it was like all blur at this point i was like oh, i'm finishing stuff it's like oh man the animation app is fucking over i can't yeah. for some reason it's not updating episodes um. No, I've seen I've seen the I've seen the the one before, but I've not seen the most recent one. Okay. Okay. I so you know so I have like that and the last episode left. Yeah. So it's fine if you talk about it because I'm actually very curious if I would take in your perspective of what happened and then like going in like yeah I, like actually would like that because for the show it is it's 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 interesting to see different opinions right. about what happened. Um. Yeah. So, so that's fine to go into it. Yeah. <laughs> you can spoil it. <laughs> right. Funny. Right. Uh, I mean. I mean, Rose. Uh, de- definitely, we could talk about episode ten because uh, I feel like, you know, when you watched it, you were you felt pretty strongly about it and how like awkwardly they were handling everything. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was bad, mm-hmm. is the thing. It's just a bad episode overall. Um, I think uh, ever. <sighs> I was feeling like ever since like after like the fourth episode or fifth episode, maybe I was just sort of like, they seem to have lost a bit of it. Mm -hmm. Like I I felt like the pacing was really bad. I felt like everything that was going forward was really ham fisted and forced and all this other stuff. Um, So yeah, episode 10 was like, Hey, we're going to have a trans character, right? Um, right? We're going to have a trans man character with the girl who has an insane trans narrative already, basically, like, with all of her stuff, that like, very imagery and stuff like that. However, by then making this a concrete one, they're making it clear that this is, that she, hers is not that. Um, right. And they're just doing the, the really fucking, I'm sorry to anyone out there who has suffered from this, but the incredibly trite, I have short hair, so they think I'm a boy narrative or whatever, uh-huh. which is just, like, f- fucking no one okay i'm sorry like no who's dealing with this problem okay and even if they are is it worth talking about in such a dramatic way i uh anyways since then i have also read the entire manga that they released um the creator of this uh wrote an entire manga about a trans woman uh where she has no agency in the plot whatsoever um they compare like her being trans and wanting you know, gender reassignment surgery to like a Iraq journalist being beheaded and stuff like that. Just insane stuff. Um, it's a really bad manga is what I'm getting at. And after seeing all that stuff now, I'm just like, Oh God, I don't know about this guy. I really don't know Uh about the guy making this. Um, and that whole episode in general ends like in insane ways. Uh, the, the real thing I was offended at in that episode, if I'm going to be honest with you, I, I was just mostly annoyed by that stuff. Mm-hmm. The trans stuff was honestly mostly whatever. Totally fine. Nothing offensive, really. Just like, yeah, this is realistic. Um, the real problem I had is they did the stupid Madoka stuff I was complaining about in episode 9, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, where they go, oh, they're secretly big villains or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they start to go into that, and then the girls yeah. immediately just, like, get distracted by a text, and then they're like, oh, sorry, girls talk is more important. And I was just, like, ready to tear my hair out at that. Because that's just, like, the most, like, this is the, like... So... I'm just going to say... Women! They don't care about women! They don't. Ah. But I'm going to say, episode 11 is all of that. And... Uh. Okay, I'm just... I'm going to have to prepare myself, basically, because this is... fine. Yeah, go for it. This is where shit hits the fan, um, and where I was like, okay, what the fuck is going... So... (sighs) So, yeah, so... That, like, creature, that, like, butterfly girl that appeared at the end of the episode that killed, um, what's-her-name's, uh, animal. Um, Moemoe's animal. Um, does the same thing to Rika, uh, destroys her turtle, and, uh, force-feeds it to her. Because I... Yeah. And I guess that is how girls become suicidal, is if they eat their animal. Because Moe Moe and now Rika are both suicidal. Um, and so then uh, I goes into, like, the office of the two mannequin guys and starts trying to, like, find stuff. 
And the one who sits on the left, like, I think it's, like, Ura-Aka or whatever his name is. I don't remember exactly. But, like, the the, the one on the left, uh, he walks in and he, he's like, all right, I'm just, he, he starts explaining everything to her. And so the backstory is that the two mannequin guys, I'm just going to, I'm going to spoil this whole episode because I need, okay. I need, I need Rose and LV to hear this. So if you don't want to be spoiled for Wonder Egg, come back after you watched it because I just, I need to explain this. So... They revealed that they were both, like, basically, like, I don't know, they're really, like, like uh, they, they don't really go into what they were doing exactly, but they were, like, two, like, tech specialists who I guess were working for the government. And then they just go, well, on the side, we decided that we wanted to create a girl. We wanted we wanted to just, just make a girl. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So they make, like, a robot girl. Like, they, they create a girl. Um... And, you know, they go through this whole thing where she's, like, she's an AI, but they made her, like, have, like, flaws, so she's more like a human, yada, yada, yada. There's just this whole thing where it's, like, the both of them raising her. And then the, uh, the, the, I guess, the Akka, the original one, uh, like, falls in love with the woman and gets married, and, but they're all still living together, like... You know, they're all living in the same house, so, like, the guy is, like, living there with his wife and his, like, partner in business and, like, their robot daughter that they just have between both of them. And then the robot daughter gets jealous of the wife and kills her by throwing a an air, like, a hairdryer in the bath while she's in it. And so the husband gets really pissed and locks her in like a, a like a, like a hole in the ground. Doesn't kill her, just locks her <laughs> uh-huh. in a hole in the ground. But before before, you know, they they actually rescued the 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 husband's and the the wife's biological daughter. You know, they like they saved the baby. So then the girl grows up and um, oh, one thing I forgot to mention was that there is like a scene where they show the robot girl was like, like I, I want to have a friend, but I don't want I don't want you to make it. I want to make it myself because I don't want you to make a make a girl cuter than me or something like that. And so it shows her like making a bunch of like like there's like a bunch of flowers in like test tubes. So she like so it's obvious that she made the like the the butterfly and like the other like there's there's like a there's like a mayfly that attacks uh, Rika, um, and so they yeah shows she's the one who made those because her name is like like they they say her name I I forget what it is it's like it's just like it's like flow or something it just starts with an I don't remember what it was or like uh, like flutter I don't remember, um, but uh, so th- so the. You know, the little girl grows up, and she's, like, in middle school, and she starts, like, hitting on the the not-married guy, and he's, like, rebuffing her and shit, but then she does this, like, little tick that the AI girl does, where she, like, smacks her lips, like, she does the same tick, and then right after that, he's just like, yeah, so then she killed herself that night. And... Then 
he just goes and finds the robot girl and like pulls her out of the hole and she's just like taunting him the whole time. And so I guess they just reveal that she's the one that's causing girls to kill themselves and like the Akas are trying to like study women's suicides to try to stop her, I guess? Which makes no sense because like why didn't they just, like, kill her or something? Like, they could just kill her, right? Like, it's not like she's... Like, she was in a hole. <laughs> they could have just killed her. But it's just... It's fucking insane. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, why did they make it that, like, this one singular little girl that's jealous that she couldn't, like, fuck her dad's is the reason why girls are killing themselves. Like, what the fuck is going on? I don't it, know. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of Ge my issues with Geki Doll. Um, uh, it just, it kind of, it sounds like it, for some reason they decide to have, like, these two different plots that don't make sense with each other. And I, that's, it's, that's really disappointing that if uh, that ultimately is the conclusion, uh, like uh, who knows what uh, the finale will say, but that's, yeah, it's, that's, that's really bad. <laughs> that I'm makes no sense. Even when you told me, like, if I were to like, like, I agree, like, why didn't they just like, even if I just like put that all in a bubble and like removed it from the context of the rest of the show, that makes no sense. The logic of that makes no sense. None of the characters involved in that issue make, I don't know what their, what decisions they're doing to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, completely divorced from the rest of it. Like, why does she have any power? It's not like they went like, oh, she like infected every computer in the world or something like that. No, she's yeah. just she's just in the body. They didn't say anything about that. She's and like they didn't like. I guess they're going to reveal how she is able to like get the girls to kill themselves. Which, I mean, I guess it's creating these like insect things that force them to eat their animals but again those things are like 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 if they just like if they just killed her after she fucking killed the wife it would have been over with she's not a living thing it's not like that big of a deal for them to kill her just turn her off like what is going on I, I just think it's incredibly offensive for the subject matter that yeah, they've been dealing with to is. then attribute yeah. it to that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, say what you will about Madoka's representation of women, um, but in Madoka, they're never saying this is the reason why X is happening or something like that. Like, they, they say, like, oh, the witches are, are, like, you know, brainwashing people into doing horrible things, but it's not, like, a structural thing like misogyny or, like abuse you know like you know yeah. sexual assault things like that sexual the show has been dealing with sexual assault and then they say it's all because of this yeah they, they, they show the like they show a fucking sexual assault in episode 10 like not like fully but they show a good amount of it and it's just like it, it feels so cheap and like wrong to be talking about these heavy topics when at the end of it they're just going to be like well it's actually all because of a robot girl who wants to fuck her, both of her dads like it's it's very yeah it's very much at odds too with everything they show I think I think they've also been very explicit about showing all the different girls and the different victims they've been doing with and like what they went through so now none of this makes sense they that the, none of that had any foreshadowing whatsoever any hints that this connects back to mm -hmm. this 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 feels very tacked on yeah. it makes no sense 
Anyway, can't wait for the last episode. Can't wait to see how it all wraps up. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I, I was really excited about this show. I was super into it. I yeah, was, it was engaged. It had promise. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. Like, I've, I've just been seeing people continue to praise it. And... I'm just kind of sitting there like, what are you all watching? Like, did you all... Like, are you up to did, date? Are you sure? Did you watch the episode with <laughs> did the... Did you see beat, episode nine? Yeah, did you watch the beat drop euthanasia? Did you watch the fucking... Like, <laughs> what is going on? Man. I mean, yeah, you know, we were all really worried about how it was going to end, and they fucked it up. So, you know what? Yeah. You know, like, like we... We all had, like, we were cautiously optimistic, and that caution paid off. So, that's it. Depressing. Yeah. It's depressing, but also, apparently, this guy is, like, you know, it, like, it, it, I, 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 it's, I saw people talk about how this, this creator talked about heavy topics and it sounds like this guy just has heavy topics in his stories but i guess doesn't actually like do anything right with them like if it just can be like this is a story about trans people you know it's just like okay yeah sure okay that's you know like people like especially western critics will be like oh that's interesting coming from japan you know like that kind of thing like oh you know finally something talking about trans rights from japan that kind of thing but this guy's gonna be like oh but what if having you know having gender reassignment surgery is just like getting your head cut off but in in iraq like no I, I, you know, like, I, I am not one to speak for the trans community, but I feel like y'all would rather that not exist than have some random dude try that at all, you know? Like, that's that's just that's just offensive. That's, that's shitty. Yeah, we're kind of speaking from a certain soapbox where I, I, think, I think that they are, he is convinced that I am saying something right, I'm saying something profound here, but, like, not, does not at all have the authority to do no. so, let alone the research, let alone the actual consultation, the let the actual authorship to actually talk about yeah. these issues in proper way. It's it's and you know, I can and that's kind of the you know, unfortunately it does yeah, it does check in that territory of kind of what's you know, what's the word? I don't know about edginess, but just um yeah, yeah, just doing the hard topics for the sake of doing hard topics. Like I wanna shed a light on this issue, but I'm not gonna handle it like in a graceful way. I'm gonna apply some weird logic I have without asking for a second opinion. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's 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 not great, um, and that's the sort of thing. It's like you know, the the sort of people who unfortunately think they're like in a moral right when it's like, no, you're actually like doing more harm. Yeah, because <laughs> this is not a, an authentic form of representation or exploration on that topic. Yeah, I don't know. Man, <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. I. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I think it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, rough. Most of the people I know don't like it anymore is the thing, I think. Most mm -hmm. of the people I follow uh, for discussions like this have pretty much tapped out, but, yeah. I, I think I will be depressed if it gets a generally positive uh, opinion. Like, oh, they nailed it. Wow, this makes you think. I think that Polygon article was pretty bad that everyone was talking about a little bit ago. Mm -hmm. 
where they said like this is the Madoka of 2021 or whatever. And it's like, oh no, oh. <laughs> that phrasing. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I have never seen that popped up though. To be fair, but which was interesting, I think I've never seen the Madoka of. Yeah. Credit, correct. We managed to avoid that for so long, and now we're here. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, we, we we didn't avoid it with the Gundam stuff, where everyone's just like, "Gundam's the only mech anime about people." <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, which but, which still which is still a it's very um, funny. Yeah, it's I don't it's, know what's going it on. It is kind of funny though. That that at least is funny. Um. All right. Let me burst out some stuff I have to say real quick. That's nothing really deep. Um, the Log Horizon guy is a real gamer and I've determined this because so obviously all this came out like all at once because he's been writing it. He can't publish anything. He couldn't publish anything in tax prison. So he released a bunch of things at once. I know what he was doing in tax prison and that was playing final fantasy 14 because all of a sudden the mechanics he's having the characters do are specifically final fantasy 14 mechanics. (laughs) And it's very funny to me. Um, he basically did like this like he had these characters basically do this exact thing that was the thing for Final Fantasy in like 2016 and I think that's really funny <laughs> um I I am just thankful that there are real gamers out there making anime because I've, I've talked about this and complained a lot but so many people who make video game related anime don't know a damn thing about video games like they invent this fake video game that isn't real yeah um so it's very funny to see them do stuff like so yeah uh you have to remove this debuff from me in 30 seconds or uh, i'll die <laughs> and it's like yeah that's 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 what happens or like them saying like yeah we need to stand in the right place otherwise the mechanic won't work like yes this is video games uh that was great um and then my other fast thing is that uh, the slime was going to do the mass murder. He did the mass murder, and they played it to, like, um, Christian Rock, and it was very funny to me. Congratulations. He was just floating and killing, like, he killed, like, uh, this is very funny scene where it's doing, like, the dramatic thing where it's playing, like, an anime song. You know when they play, like, an anime song when a dramatic thing's happening? Like in uh, Xenoblade Chronicles when they play that one song? Um... They did that, but it's him floating in the air and making, like, slime lasers just one-shot kill, like, 10,000 people at once, while there's just a counter going, like, 1,000, 2,000. I was like, wow, this is uh, really something I'm witnessing. It had the same energies of the euthanasia drop beat, I think, uh, from the uh, from Wonder Egg, but it was so comical that in, you know way easier to take not seriously that it was uh amusing i think um but yeah lv uh i also watched some dr stone and saw her fucked up hair the fucked up hair she looks like she has egg egg head yeah egg head um I don't, I don't understand the logic of why that's on her. Well, I guess because the whole thing was like she... So Sukasa's, She was in a coma. Or, she, I guess. she had brain cancer. She, was, she had some brain disease she was dying from. She was in a coma for that reason. So the whole thing now is Sukasa and Senku are not working together because um, Senku promised, listen, I'm going to get on your side now. Like, you know, and he found out Sukasa, yeah, this whole time he had like a sister he cared about many years, you know. And she was basically, like, terminally ill. She was, like, ho- you know, hospitalized. Yeah, she had some brain disease. They did not say what it is. Um, 
And then Senku was like, yeah, like, from all the people we, we revived, de-stoned, they, like, also healed any ailments they had. Something about, like, the healing, you know, the de-stoning solution, or maybe being in the stone healed them. Like, there was, yeah, like, there was a whole thing where Senku broke his whole fucking neck, and he somehow survived. Uh, <laughs> so, and, yeah, they were, they proved it to be true. They found where her hospital was. And they revived her. So when she cracked open, she has a hair crack now. Like, around her head. She just looks like an Easter egg now. And that's that. <laughs> but I don't know if you've seen the most recent one, where now it gets a little... We got, we got some violence again. We got some fighting again. Uh, where they fought Hyoga? The yaoi fight, yeah. Yeah, right. I did the see the yaoi fight, yep. Pretty yaoi, yeah. It was very <laughs> funny. They, they played the first ending to the show while they just... We're doing like Senku had his hair down, which I think is really what made it look like a yaoi thing. Um, uh-huh. That was disturbing to see. I just <laughs> want to was. say real quick. Um, and they just like blew up this man. They 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 just destroyed this guy who was decided to be evil. Um, yeah, I I um I my roommate brought up the good point uh, that I didn't think of until now, but it's very funny that uh there is all of these magical individuals inside of the anime that is like how here i'm going to explain how all this complex science stuff works because science is all about explaining things that you don't understand it's just like well senku can you explain all these fucking ripped 17 year olds that are <laughs> can just like punch someone to death in a single blow like they, i yeah they don't they, they yeah they don't they don't touch upon that they don't even examine it. he just goes yeah he was crazy strong and i'm like Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he's fucked up. But then, <laughs> also, but then you're gonna explain something mundane like the here's backstory, how to make ramen. <laughs> the backstory for fucking um uh Tsukasa where he was fucking boxing from age ten. Yeah. Like, and he looked what? already like a grown ass man then. It was like what the fuck? Yeah, he has, okay, he has this whole ass Rocky story. Like, you know, they were they finally go further into like Sukasa's backstory, why he's kind of fucked up. And like, yeah, the parents are like MIA, so he has to take care of his terminally ill sister. And he gets into a box. He gets like yeah, he gets signed with an agent and everything. He gets signed with a co- he's fucking dead. <laughs> he gets signed into professional boxing. <laughs> why why are all the yeah. And yeah, and then all yeah, yeah, like and everyone on his most people on his side are like yeah, again fucked up, hyper advanced, hyper accelerated like people and physical, you know, like physical brawn, like crazy. Ugh, I don't know, very weird. Yeah, and they don't explain it. They're just like yeah, that's just how they are. Just how they are. It's like want to so know all these facts about these rocks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me explain to you exactly why I'm able to do this explosion. Uh, but that guy, he can just like that survive. That guy can just do that. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, entertaining, I think. And again, I, I consistently, I said at the beginning of the season, the animation is just much better. It is just so much better than the first season. Um, yeah. Except women still have the eye problem, but that's probably part of the source materials problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but they do look like aliens sometimes. I uh, did get to remember that Senku is divorced, which is very funny because the main antagonist is he's like making a joke at him. He's like, "Oh, what? Sorry, you want me to relate to you? Talk about girls? <laughs> wait, oh, wait, I'm divorced." Yeah. And then he just like looks at it and say like, "Oh my god, I'm divorced." Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Um, 
y'all can talk about uh, Heaven's Design Team. How about that? Is that uh, is that fun? Is that going to be more fun? Still go, yeah. yeah, having a great time. It's the purest show of the season. <laughs> it's the only thing that has not given me grief. I think. Yeah, this I, I, skate 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 has given me grief, unfortunately, <laughs> in some ways. But I think those two have been okay. I I watched Heaven's Design Team to kind of come down after Wonder Egg. I I needed that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. like if I didn't have Heaven's Design Team after that, I probably would have just been like looking at my hands for the rest of the night until we started to do this because it. Yeah, it, I was just like, I, I it, it helped. It helped. It's good. It's still good. It's really good. La- Very good. Last episode next week. Kind of, kind of upset about it. Hope they do a second season or something because uh, it's it's still really fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. They talked about uh, rabbits. They mm-hmm. talked about naked mole rats in a very unexpected way. They apparently have a VR system in like heaven, so they. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, so one of the episodes open up in a very weird way. You're like, what is this? Is this the same show? And there appears to be some sort of like all f- like all female like colony of some sort. And then you know one of our main character, one you know the angel who's like kind of the main secretary to God. He um, he's like there, and it's like okay, what is this? You know, and um, you know my first idea was like, was it like a they shrunk him in some sort of thing? So like, that's just how he's seeing things. Like like is this a bee colony he's going through? But it was pretty funny. Like, they had a whole dramatic thing where, like, you know, explain it. And then they reveal, like, oh, no, actually, this is, like, a naked mole rat society. And I did, I did, I learned something new. I didn't know, like, their society's kind of structured, like, kind of like bees in a way. Like, you know, like, they, they're all indebted to this one leader who essentially is in charge of, like, the entire brood and is basically the one that lays all the eggs. And in this case, like, gives birth to the entire, the entire society structure. Yeah. And, yeah, when she dies... It's just going to be, like, the survival of his. Like, whoever takes up on that mantle, mm-hmm. you know, next and will be the biggest biggest mole rat. Um, but it's pretty funny. And they revealed, like, oh, he was just playing a VR simulation that they apparently now made. So, to pr- you know, to, to further troubleshoot the animals to see, like, okay, is that going to make sense? Like, will that work? Um, yeah, and then they, like, in another episode, they talk about rabbits. And I, apparently, female rabbits punch the male rabbits to show their love, which to me is kind of insane. I didn't know that either. Um, I'm learning a lot from the show. I'm learning way too many fucked up animal things from the But show. it's rad as hell. Like, I, I legitimately... <laughs> if I were, if I were like, a teacher or professor and I wanted to be cool, I would be like, all right, folks, we're going to yeah, put... Yeah, I'm going to show a clip from Heaven's Design Team because all of this is true and I'm, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's a very cute show. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess I can talk about Back Arrow, which is continuing. Uh, Back Arrow. <laughs> I was happy to see this has twenty four episodes because I was not convinced that it would be able to. So it's actually it's actually pretty solid. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it's totally yeah, fine. Okay. It's it's pretty dumb. It's dumb as hell. Um, like, yeah. Uh, they just finished uh, the France arc, I guess. Um. <laughs> So there's three. They there was France also. I forgot. So there's the Western area where they're all cowboys. There's the mm-hmm. area where they're all China, and then there's the area where it's all France. Um, so they went to the France zone. The French ladies like Marie Antoinette basically, but she had a double personality where she's evil, and they stopped that Kingdom Hearts style where she's like goes inside of her brain, and there's a the good her and an evil her, and then they hug or whatever. <laughs> that was like insane. I don't know what was happening there. Um, 
but yeah, okay. they so they stop the evil her, and everyone thinks. Uh, I'm going to list my grievance with the show, however, which is there is. It's fine to have a character like this, but it's specifically how the show treats it. There's this old man cowboy who is the mayor of the village at the beginning, okay? Yeah. And the mayor at the village at the beginning, the the village got destroyed by these guys. That So basically, the back arrow man at the first episode, he crashes into their town. Um, they see the spaceship and immediately go, oh, we can eat this and try to cook him alive and eat him inside the spaceship. Then the man pops out and they go, oh, there's just a guy inside. This sucks ass. Um, they try to sell him to the government. Um, and the guys from the government come in and basically they try to kill everyone in the village. They just blow up the village. Stuff like that. Um, then the back arrow guy saves all of them. This is the first episode or whatever. And then they find a little ship or whatever that's like the Gurren Lagan big ship and they go off and leave and that's their new home or whatever. And then all the mischief later all occurs, right? Whatever. Uh, this old fucking man that is the mayor is the worst fucking character in the show and causes literally every problem to happen. And they act like he's in the right every single time. Like he's like this poor guy. He sucks so bad. Basically, every single scene is him saying to his his granddaughter or whatever, who's the main cowboy girl, he's just like, you know, these guys are just bringing us nothing but trouble. We need need to go do something else. Shouldn't we worry about our people's lives? And she'll be like, but, you know, like, working with the back arrow guys, uh, like... Like, I think that's good for our people. And he'll be like, no. And every single time this leads to her being like, I don't know, tied up somewhere or like about to be killed yeah. over and over again. The, or the entire village tied up and about to be killed over and over again. And this guy does not fucking change his like tune even once. He's saved like eight times by this man. And every single time after that, he's just like, fuck this guy. I fucking hate this. You're <laughs> ruining everything by listening to him and all this stuff. And he has saved their lives every time. Like literally every time he makes a decision, it leads to them almost dying. And he just like, the show is just like, well, you got to listen to your grandpa. <laughs> like, it's just like they're portraying him as like having a valid point when he is just causing every issue to happen. And it sucks so bad. Because usually in shows like this, when you have a character like that, they get shown up, like, once or twice, and then they change their mind, right? Like, they're like, all right, I realize I'm a fucking dumbass. No, this fucking guy will not (laughs) stop. We are, like, 11 episodes in, and he is still doing the same shit that he has been doing the whole time, and he has never once been right the entire time. He's, like, like it is insane. Like, he'll keep being like, oh, the, we, everything got fucked when Back Arrow showed up, and it's like, maybe you shouldn't have tried to sell him to the government, you sicko. Like, what is, like... <laughs> It's it's a terrible character. He's so obnoxious. He do, he doesn't talk that much or anything, and he's just an old man. He always just sounds like a sad old man, like, oh, could you do this to us and stuff like that. But he sucks so bad. He sucks so bad. <laughs> Whenever he talks at all, it's trouble. Okay. It's awful, yeah. On the flip side of that, the best character is still the Chinese strategist boy that they picked up. He is insanely funny in every single scene that he's in. He's just like constantly doing super strategies and figuring everything out and like he just has a real tone to him that no one else in that show has and i really like it um there was this scene where so when he defected right he had this um he had his friend that i talked about before or whatever where they had the matching scars and he was like mine healed or whatever um 
he had this little sidekick lady and the sidekick lady tries to do like a suicide attack on them at one point and the Bakaro guy just like punches her immediately and like destroys the detonator he's like he, and he just goes what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> like for like five minutes straight like reevaluate your life if you're doing something like that you sick fuck like he's talking like that to her after she tried to do that and she's just like what what and she, he's just like this you're just selfish you're just a selfish person what's wrong with you and she's just like <laughs> sitting there like what is going on and it was just a really funny scene uh that i really liked um that show's just funny i think overall i don't think it has it has like pedigree behind it right it's the code gay ass man i'm gonna i'm sorry i always call it that but i have to <laughs> Um, yeah, how else you're supposed to pronounce it? Um, <laughs> it has he's directing it, and then it's written by one of the Gurren Lagan writers. But it doesn't have that consistency that either of those have. Uh, for all my yeah. problems with Code Geass. <laughs> um but like it doesn't have that consistency or anything like that. It feels very like um, slapped together and stuff like that. But it's still very yeah. funny. It's very novel. Um, I, I again, the the Chinese strategist boy is like insanely funny i really like him a lot yeah elvi want to talk about the horrible geki doll thing um i've so i've not finished the finale haven't hit it yet because again i'm still having problems with watching it but um that's my my whole marriage of notes unfortunately I put in the group chat where <laughs> that's basically what happened in the previous episode so they finally they finally second to last episode they're like okay we're gonna finally explain what the fuck is going on here so i'm gonna kind of go at this in an order so like the evil producer man who's kind of like I guess at this point, yeah, he's the main villain. He's unhinged. He wants to make, he wants to like blow up another city and make a whole idol. Uh, so, so anyway, he was like one of the victims of whatever catastrophic event like happened years ago that destroyed a whole city. That's the whole like city with a hole in the ground. No one knows what happened to it. <laughs> and he befriended a girl like in the midst of those ruins, whatnot. He was like with a ragtag group of kids. And he fell yeah, he basically fell in love with a girl. She was like someone he like really held to a high standard. She was just very pure hearted and very kind. At some point, like they just get separated. They get like he gets like knocked out or something. They fucking don't explain why. They, I, they don't explain why are these where was this like random? Like were these just random attackers? Like like taking advantage of the ruins of the city and whatnot. Like, but no, they seemed like they were the government. I don't know. They seemed like professionals. But anyway, they like, yeah, they just kidnapped the girl. They, they, they shot him with a tranquilizer or something insane like that that made him lose his memory of these events. So now he's an adult. Years now, he's like an adult. And now he's like working in the entertainment industry. He's a producer. And for some reason, like, he can't wrap his mind around, like, okay, this girl in his memory that for some reason he has a longing for. And then, then that, I don't know, and that for, for some reason that in- encouraged him to, like, I'm going to build, like, a, a robot in her image. Oh, boy. With, like, this advanced AI and make it the perfect girl. Um, yeah, like, he's, you know, he's, like, working with idols and whatnot. Um, and so far in that story, in this, in the stories thus far, so we're back, you know, to, to, to go back to the main cast, again, to emphasize that, like, they fucking don't do anything with, like, half of the girls. They really don't do anything with half of the girls. They only keep focusing on these same three ones The you know, um, and, but anyway, the, the doll, you know, so again, he's like, what, the main character, the main girl, 
she's like, yeah, like, again, from the start of the series, she's like, I want to be an idol, because, you know, she saw something cool in the theaters, and she wants to do, like, a whole thing with it. She joins an agency, well, not joins the group. The whole series is about them, like, forming this group with other weird shit going on. The doll gets added to their group. I, I'm saying doll because the, the robot's name is a doll. They, 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 they know she's a robot or something. <laughs> um, but then, like, throughout the series, the robot's doing, like, but not throughout. They, that, that's just the problem with the show. So, like, for some reason, at some point near that middle half of the series, the robot starts doing weird shit to the girls, like being emotionally manipulative. They start seeing her as like past loved ones. The main character sees her as like this dead friend or whatnot. It's insane. And none of that happens in the beginning of the series. It only starts happening in like the last few episodes. It goes, and they fucking don't address it again. Like, oh, okay, that was weird. Next episode, they're just like practicing. Um,. But yeah, like, the implication is that the AI of this robot is now going off the shits, like, it has a mind of its own, and now has ulterior motives. So now the producer kind of has this crazy plan, like, I want to, like, destroy and take over the city, or, like, take over this, like, you know, to build a whole idol land thing. Like, I like, oh, it's just gonna be a city of idols. Really unhinged, really stupid. Um, But they're implying that the robot is manipulating him from doing that? Um, This whole time, I guess? Maybe? Um, and then all of a sudden they reveal one of the girls in the idol group. So again, there's like different ages. They're like, so there's some women who are adults, I guess. And then some women, some girls who are just like really young girls who are underage. Um, she, she, she at some point like infiltrates some computer system. I don't know where she's going. She's like following, I guess she, oh yeah, there's a whole, oh yeah. Okay. This actually makes sense. The, so the group, the idol group, they're disappointed to find out this woman it's like, oh my gosh, why did she sign up to a different agency? How messed up is that? Why is she betraying us like that? We gotta fill in her spot. And that's where the whole drama beginning with the robot happens. They're like, decide to use the robot to fill in her spot. Um, and it turns out she wanted to get closer to the producer because she's, she's she hacks into their computer systems. She finds out the agency was behind the crazy, like, I don't know, like, catastrophic event that happened years ago or something. And she reveals to the producer that she was the girl like, in his childhood that went missing so many years ago. And it's like, what the fuck? Why didn't she do this from the beginning? Why did she have to, like, wait until this, like, like convoluted way to reveal this And as things are now getting worse? Anyway, there's this whole, like, insane, inappropriate sequence where the robot girl catches her. Not, not literally, but she, like, she, like, I don't know, she hacks her mind? I think the robot has, like, psychic powers or something, I don't know. The, the ambiguity of what the robot is capable of doing is not clear at all. Um, still not explained. I don't know if she has, like, a, 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 like the robot, like, anyway, the robot, like, like, kind of sees what she's doing, like, and, and then, like, you know, she, she's trying to, ha- you know, and then, like, there's this really inappropriate sequence where, like, the robot now has all these tentacles coming out of her. Her voice gets all fucked up and corrupt and creepy. It becomes like a Five Nights at Freddy's things, right? You know when you know when the the suits open up and they reveal all this fucked up shit and their mechanisms inside. She basically, yeah, she basically turns into that. Um, and she just gets these. She just starts having these robot tentacles out of nowhere. Makes no sense. Never had these before. Just to entangle the the girl in a very inappropriate way. It's exactly what you would might be picturing. Like, oh man, this is like a weird softcore porn scene. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what the point of this is. And they just did it for the sake of showing that the robots fucked up. Then not and nothing actually technically sexual happens, but the way the angles were and the way obviously the setup was like it was meant to be kind of like sexually inappropriate and then it just ends there like it doesn't <laughs> and it cuts back to reality it's like oh okay 
the robot girl's just talking. You know, like, it was not clear as to why that happened. Like, did this happen in her mind? Did that literally happen? Very stupid. But anyway, like, the last thing we hear of this woman is that the robot, like, basically knocks her out. I don't know if she fucking killed her. I don't know what happened. Um, and it's, it just, it just cuts back to, like, the robot clearly manipulating the producer man and his plans trying to get in motion. And then the next episode, you know, which is the finale, I didn't finish it at all, um, so I'm not going to go into it because there was a huge error. It's like, oh, the girls are now, like, rehearsing for their last show. But meanwhile, all this other crazy shit's happening. Mm. So again, like, all this stuff, you know, all this stuff would, like, the issues with Wonder Egg, like, it's, again, that's why I mentioned Gekki Doll, because I was like, the whole issue with Gekki Doll this whole time I'm experiencing is that they clearly had some bigger thing they wanted to do when, like, that, uh, but then the two ideas are just completely at odds. So, like, oh, yeah, we want to talk about the toxic culture around the idol industry, especially when it comes to how, like, underage girls are just being groomed and re- weird, fucked up pedophilia shit is happening all the time. Um, like, in our faces, not even on our noses. So some of the stuff that happens, I think, is meant to be intentionally uncomfortable. Like, like again, ironic. Like, 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 like I said, it, it's kind of nuts to me that the ending sequence is, like, again, a whole weird pinup sequence with the girls. Again, like, they clearly look like kids. It's messed up. And I don't think that's meant to titillate. I don't think... I don't think there's been any merchandise around a show either, so I think that's what the point is. Um, but it's, it was just inappropriate enough that the Funimation distribution of the show, they didn't want to show that at all. So, like, all you see is a clip show. But then, meanwhile, they have this weird sci-fi plot. They want to connect back to it to explain why the fucked up stuff is happening, to justify why the fucked up stuff is happening. But none of it's cohesively meshed with, like, everything else. None of them are working together. They're constantly at odds with each other. Like, it keeps cutting away to revealing, like, oh, yeah, here's this messed up thing. We're going to go back now to the regular stuff happening. And it's not working together at all. It feels very random, very disorganized, and very chaotic. (laughs) Especially since a lot of the sci-fi elements were introduced so late in the series in such a way that... um, it feels baked in, you know, it doesn't feel like it was um, well written and interwoven into the bigger plot at hand, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just a mess. Um, I don't see how this will wrap up well at all. That makes sense in a fashion that's not stupid <laughs> when I get to watching it. I still actually have not seen Alice in Deadly School, which is the thing that goes with it. I think I should see that, though, first so, as well. So, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's not good. It's, 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 it's definitely something that had ideas but it doesn't come together well it's just bad and a mess would you say it's better or worse than wonder egg what do you think (laughs) oh god no this was bad from the start (laughs) this was bad from the start like the first three episodes i was like the whole issue of like there's a fucking city that's they keep cutting away to and they don't talk about it there was like no world building at all to this whatsoever it just it was just this was just bad from the start and you watched it all. <laughs> and, um, and I watched it all, and I'm going to watch uh, the weird OVA with it. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, all right, uh, John, you keep killing the Eurocamp girls. You keep reporting back every week that some new horrible oh thing gosh, has happened did. ever since you fucking complained, and <laughs> I, they listen to you, so good job. I can't believe I'm I'm causing so much trouble. Yeah, um... In two episodes, uh, the the not the most recent episode, but the episode before, literally ended with uh, one of the girls face down on the ground, and another one of the girls saying, "Oh, she's dead." Um, <laughs> oh no! Not actually dead. Uh, you know, it's just tired from going up uh, up a hill very very quickly. And then uh, the most recent episode, Shima old Shimarin was extremely tired because she woke up so early to leave early on her uh, moped. 
So she was very tired, and uh, she was falling asleep a lot while hanging out with the other girls. And, uh, yeah, they were just making jokes about her dying whenever she, like, passed out with them. It was very funny. Um, yeah, Eurocamp is still really good. Uh, I'm gonna be real sad when it's over. You got two episodes left. Um, you know, they're, they're going camping one, one more time this year, I guess. Uh... <laughs> I, th- I think th- I think there's still going to be a movie though, if I remember correctly. Um, oh, yes, man. I believe so. I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, full full hour of camping. An hour, full hour and more. An hour and a half, hopefully. I mean, fucking. You know what? Oh, I, I want I want the Shimarin cut. I want four hours <laughs> of Yuru camping. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, to, uh, they have that game too, you know, that you could check yeah, out. Yeah, it's just a VR. That game. is a VR game. It's, it's not even just VR. Oh. You can do it normally. Yeah, it's just a normal game oh. also. It's just it has a VR option, I believe. Okay, well, I hope that has many hours of entertainment. <laughs> it probably doesn't. I don't think so. I think they said it's the length of four episodes or something like that. That's that's <laughs> more than I expected, actually, honestly. So. Oh, okay, there's actually a narrative. Yeah, yeah that's okay. that's actually more than I expected. Okay, yeah, no, that's, that's okay. All right, sure. Um... Honestly, I would just like if 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 I if I had a job right now and I just was like living large, I guess that would be the kind of game where it'd be like I just bought it just to have it on my screen, you know? Like, yeah, it's funny that I own the Eurocamp, but I'm not that kind of person. I'm not going to do that. I, I mean, I'm I'm I would play it either way, but still. Um. All right. Uh. So we got the spider isekai. How's that still going? going? I think it's pretty good. What do you think, Elvin? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, so, like, recently, one of the things was, like, the episode ended, and it was like, oh, she's the bad guy. Whoa. And that this, like, like everything that she's doing is, like, ten years ago, because she did Isekai at the yeah. same time as everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was a good twist. I liked that. I thought that they delivered that split narrative pretty well again i can't imagine um like i've said before i think this is a good move because like the books apparently do it all at once like and people say that's fine i'm sure it's fine but could you imagine watching an anime and then you just have to watch like this generic isekai for four episodes straight when you just want to learn about the funny spider like i don't know (laughs) um yeah and the issue was i remember with the manga they don't talk about the other perspectives at all which is yeah. an issue i don't which know like crazy. how it will continue in that way because that's kind of necessary especially if you know if you're someone who does follow the other the novel like much longer knows what happens it's like how is this gonna work <laughs> that's just surprising to me that it's like that because like i think that it's just such a good setup it's such a good like bit i guess to yeah. be like hey like like i, I really liked like hey look like all these guys just running into her or whatever and be like the spider is looking at my stats i don't like it guys yeah. <laughs> um it was fun. Uh, I think that uh, she's just a great character because she's just unhinged all the time. <laughs> I think them adding those other three spiders really made it really good. <laughs> uh, just her constantly saying stuff like, come on, every me. We can get over this trauma <laughs> we have. Referring <laughs> to herself as we, it's yeah. It's like, it's like, isn't it called trauma because it's hard to get over? And she's like, no, we're going to kill a dragon and we're not going to have trauma anymore. That's how it works. And they're like, I don't know enough about this stuff to disagree with you. So I'm just going to say sure. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's just a fun series. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did, honestly. And I am impressed generally by, like, okay, the CGI is really bad for the monsters, I think. Like, really, really yeah. bad. But for ever, like for her, it's really good. I think. I think it's yeah. really. It looks really good, and yeah. um, it's weird to see that difference. I guess. Uh, it's the same again, show. They look so bad. Like the monkeys. That was the monkeys laughably the bad. One. That was so funny. <laughs> I oh God, like it was yeah. So bad. But like like she looks totally fine. She looks great when she does all her stuff and scoops and around and stuff. Because yeah. I guess it, she's like a hybrid animation. She's doing like two D and. Yeah, CGI, yeah, parts of I guess, her might be, yeah. Yeah, enjoyable I show. I guess they were just like, this is the main character, we're gonna, and then they just yeah. went off with, these monsters are not gonna show up again. We were just, oh gosh, the monkeys were so bad. They were just not good at all. They were <laughs> really, really bad. They were really, really bad. <laughs> um, speaking of really, really bad, uh, Yashihime is <laughs> just about to end. Or it, it, it did ended. You you it finished ended. it. Yeah. It ended. Oh okay. my gosh. What do you mean it ended, LV? There's season two coming. There's season two. <laughs> I am not gonna watch season two. I assure you. Is that self care? It's fine. Yeah. This is self care. You know, despite everything else I've complained about, like the shit show that unfortunately Wonder Egg seems to be going or has gone, and then like my thing, my issue with Geki Doll, and just like what what the fuck is. This I think this was about the worst show of the season for me. It's just because it yeah. let us down, right? Because we love it's, Inuyasha. Yeah, because it, it was. A, it's actually a disappointment. Like I, you know, yeah. we Doll was bad from the start, as I said. <laughs> it was doomed from the start. I think Wonder Egg was like we already were just cautious about it because like it, it, it was trekking into like crazy territory. We're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, it it's still disappointing to me at least, but it was not like, okay, I'm that affected by it, where like, this makes me upset. It's more like, yeah, you know, this is a this is a show that dealt with difficult things, and it needs a better person to handle it. That really yeah. was it. This was like, how did you, how did you mess up? You, how did you, how did you, you had a popular franchise with popular characters people are still horny about to this day <laughs> and you just fucked it all up you had the Rumi, you had the Rumiko Takahashi named fucked it all you fucked it all <laughs> how did you you had, you had good care really good character designs legitimately like yeah. wow really good Maroha look at Maroha like that's Inuyasha's kid is this feral creature like yes this is great she is a feral like girl it's fun yeah I fuck it and yeah, I I I don't know what to talk about because it was just bad. Like it was, I guess I could just spoil. I'll just spoil. It. Setsuna fucking dies, which to me was like, whoa, that is bull. You just fucking killed one of the characters, like off the bat. She just fucking dies. And then Boat Maroha and Toa like enter beast mode. Like literally, they go <laughs> they go ape shit, which was cool. Like you know, they fi- we finally see the true potential of what their demon forms are, respectively. And they they you know they they deal the bed bag, but at the end they couldn't do it. Satsuna fucking died. And the way it ends, the way it so the, so you have all these bad main guy, you know, like ba- bad main guys, well villains. Um, now, like, off doing shenanigans, they realize they're not strong enough yet. So then that preludes to the second season. It's going to continue. Then fucking out of nowhere, Shishmaro shows up and he just gives Toa the sword and says, Here, you, you can make use of this. And it ends. <laughs> what the hell? My big problem with this show. Um, it's a number of problems. But the big problem with the show is, like, how it deals with the original cast. 
they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, they're all very out of character. You know, whenever yeah. they show up, they've ran into, like, characters from the previous series so many times. And those characters don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm like, why do you suddenly have, like, stu- why are you stupid all of a sudden? Why are you... They run into th- these... Okay, so the main cast are, like, children of the original characters in Inuyasha, for anyone who doesn't know. That's the whole thing. And they don't know who their parents are. They're like, they've been abandoned for some reason. That They're all trying to figure out who they are in the meantime. Just, yeah, that's the whole thing. They run into, like, the original cast so many times. And they don't fucking help them. <laughs> they don't fucking explain shit to them. I thought, you know, my whole thing, like, many, many other viewers with me, you know, like, who were like, oh, maybe there's some weird thing going on. Because there's some weird memory thing going on with even the girls. Where the twins, for some reason, don't remember each other. You know, like, Setsuna doesn't remember Toa for some reason or what. And we were like, maybe that's what's going on. No, that's not what's going on at all. They're just all stupid for some reason <laughs> and not thinking logically. It, it's just been so frustrating. Like, and then there's so much time wasted on like these battles that have nothing to do with the plot. Like, each girl had a goal in ha- on hand over, over like... They, like each, goal, I mean, each girl had a specific goal in mind, and they have failed to like even do a wick of it in the whole se- 21st episodes of this. So Mariah wanted to clear her debt, did none of that. Toa wanted to do... To- Toa basically wanted to resolve her relationship with Setsuna. Did none of that. I don't know what Setsuna kind of did. I, she, again, she looks cool, but she was just angry most of the time. She was not... I think she was the least developed character, and that was like the biggest shame, I think. Um... But yeah, it was just a sloppy mess. Like again, like I said, so much time was wasted on things that didn't matter, in uh, sacrifices of the plot and like decent character development. Like, um, and now we're here and continuing. And like, I don't see how lengthening the series would resolve any of that when like, we just had so many characters acting irrationally for no reason and being deeply unhelpful to the progress of the plot. Like, I feel like it's going to run into the same issues again. It's just going to be like, okay, we're going to have a lot, a lot of more episodes that's just wasting time. And then some episodes, we're going to go back to the plot. You know, it, like, it's just, it, again, deeply disorganized. Makes no sense. Just, just why? That's all I could ask. Why? Why did you do this? <laughs> And I, yeah, just so many people shared a similar sentiment with it um, over just being disappointed, like how disorganized it was. It's definitely not. It's it's definitely not the top ranking anime in Japan right now. It's like certainly not. It, it's definitely still like up there for it to justify a second season, but it's certainly. I think people have observed too. Like it kind of, kind of went downhill as well. Um, and like I said, I could get past the weird like relationships that Shishmaro has with a, the child. I don't. It's definitely bad. <laughs> out of character but they made no justification for it whatsoever they didn't sell it they didn't bother selling it at all like we have this whole thing it's like yes like the kids are the main characters but they don't fucking talk about like why do we care about this relationship i can't support it if they're not even (laughs) selling it um and yeah the only thing i think was interesting that i don't think was an issue was the lack of inuyasha at all the original like i actually do think it's interesting that they decide to explore not the main character but a, a, you know the the deuteragonist instead i think that's interesting like the legacy and his you know i think that's legitimately interesting but yeah like i said they just this they just did a poor job with the series and wasted so much time and that's what kills me that's what kills me too because they knew this is a big ip we're going to be we're going to be having a second season anyway so we're just going to do this and not be graceful with it. That's, that's what kills me. Like, meanwhile, like, you could have just succeeded with, like, a compact, like, one-season show, you know? Uh, 
I mean, because other shows yeah. that are so much better aren't guaranteed to continue. You know? Exactly. Yeah, that's all I could think. It's fucked up. Like, ugh. so mad. Makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah, the only other thing I've been doing recently is I'm re-watching Kill a Kill for the first time since, like, 2013 Ooh. or whatever. Um, my Has friend... your perspective on it changed? Um, so, I, so here's my thing about Kill a Kill, okay? Watched it all. Obviously had yeah. problems with the parts that have uh, severe issues, let's say. But, you know, overall... I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, really... Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, yeah. But overall, really liked it uh, aesthetically, because obviously I'm a big Gurren Lagan head, so... Um, but then, like, as the years went on, I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's, like, really bad. Uh, watched the first, like, five episodes or so of it uh, the other night, and uh, I really think it has a lot of problems still. Um, I think yeah. the main thing that strikes me is I wish they had one woman editor... Or writing or just writer yeah. just specifically because I find that the sexualization is really not that bad most of the time however the second a man is in a scene the second a man is in the scene it becomes a nightmare um, yeah it is literally like every single time they have uh, Mako's family it's a nightmare anytime they have um uh, uh um a male like villain or whatever for that week's yeah. bit in the beginning it's like they make bad jokes it's just like a nightmare um right but i don't remember animation Gamagori is being incredible. that bad is gamagori like i mean i know that there's gamagori is not yeah, that bad gamagori is like you know self you know d- 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 like, a masochistic yeah masochistic thing uh, but he, like that was just like a joke about him you know yeah he's yeah. fine but we haven't gotten to his parts really yet because right. he, he takes until like episode 10 or something right. like that. Yeah, whatever. yeah, he does um, But early on, just like the thing that's striking me is Mako is so good. Yeah. Like even better right. than I remembered. Like there's just the scenes where like Gamagur is giving a big speech or whatever and then she just pops up on the podium next to him and goes, you're an idiot. And he's like, <laughs> "What? where did you come from? What is going on? <laughs> but like unlike other shows where they waste time where he goes where are you coming from he's just like looking around the animation's really exaggerated it's really good she's just going off she's like moving at like 30 like whatever no she's moving at one frames per second while everyone else is moving at normal and like (laughs) she's like 2d all the time yeah Yeah, like she just flips her her thing around like the animation is so good is you can tell that this is what they did right after the Gurren Lagann movies which are like so well animated and so good and the colors in this are like just they really stood out to me watching it now all these years later uh the action scenes are all really 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 good um again I just think like I'm fine with the sexualization to an extent I think it's just so funny and laughable that it's just like ridiculous it's the ridiculousness of it really Mm -hmm. I think that it just ends up working and so often when they draw them like as these like fucked up little chibi things it doesn't even look like horny <laughs> it just looks like ridiculous mm. um but yeah like like i said every single time a man's there i'm just like oh why did you feel like the need to make it skeevy like why did you feel like this right. is your your job to make it this um again i know the issues that happen later on so i'm interested to see um but seeing how good it looks still and how like fun the pacing is and everything like that um it just makes me wish they had done Gurren Lagann movies for Kill a Kill still. I really wish they had done that because I think... Yeah, it, that would have been interesting. Especially, like, now that we've seen, like, what modern trigger works have been like, where they've basically right. cut the horny out of their bodies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in, like, almost 99%, I would say. Like, you look at Promare and Little Witch, like, there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. 
even Gridman, really. Like, right? You look at Gridman, too. Like, there's nothing going on. BNA didn't have any of that either. Like, I think they worked it out of their system. <laughs> um, and they got, the, they got the juice out. Yeah. And, and I would... <laughs> it's okay. I would... Uh, <laughs> I would hope that now that they got the juice out, um, they, uh, yeah. like, I would love to see them, you know, do the movies now, for example. Like, I would love to see them go do a reevaluation and reformatting of Kill a Kill, mm-hmm. like, now. I think, like, I, I would be really interested to see that. I don't know if they would be able to recapture how good that animation is, though, because it's so good. It is so good. I, like... Go take a look at some cuts from it, is all I'm saying, like, if you haven't seen it in a while, because it is even better than I remembered. I was really impressed. Um, it makes... it Honestly, like, other than Promare, which is mostly CG, so it's different, um, the, uh, it's making me wish that their more modern shows had better cuts, I guess, or, like, more consistent, like, styles. Because, like, right. the problem with Gridman is that it's half CG stuff, half, yeah. like, 2D, and the 2D looks so boring. I'm sorry, like... Yeah. When you're looking at things no, like until the end, until the end, when they yeah, start yeah. doing the more like ridiculous uh, environmental stuff and like they they have good uh, cinematography and scene direction, I think, uh, for that stuff, like where it's Rika and uh, Akane talking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think that stuff's really good. But like the generic like day to day, like them walking around is so like generic style. It's so generic everything like when I go to Trigger, I don't want that. Like, BNA had really good stuff, too, but there was this yeah. element of it that was so devoid of, like, insanity, I guess. Um, there were some parts that I really liked, like, when uh, Shiro, the wolf guy, was, like, punching people like a fighting game. Like, that was really good. But Kill a Kill is on that 100% of the time, is the thing. And it never stops. Uh, it never lets up. And I, that's something that I forgot that I really liked about it. So... Uh, <laughs> I'll let you know how I continue to feel when I get to the worst parts of the series, I guess. Because um, I feel like once the main antagonist is introduced, it all goes, uh, uh. Yeah, it's fun for right now. Uh, I guess that about does it, right? Is that everything? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to do our one question this time, or do you want to save it for next time? I don't mind either way. How about we save it for next time so we can go uh have a little bit more sure um all right that about does it um thanks everyone for listening uh next time we're going to be talking about the pat labor movies mm-hmm. um again you can find those over on high dive i believe it was right Correct. High Dive. yeah yeah we can go find those they got um, that really nice blu-ray set that you can pick up on like sentai or whatever it's like 30 bucks and it has all the movies the whole show and all the OVAs, so you know, wow. or I guess the OVA, but yeah, all the episodes of the OVA. So that's an option too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, thank you both for joining me. I guess that's about does it. If you want to uh, suggest an anime for us to watch next time, we're not picking it this next time. Next time it'll be what? Is it LV? Are you picking the next anime? I think. I think I am. Yes. All right, cool. So Elvie's picking the next one, but after that, you can you can send in a request. We're always mm-hmm. looking at them. We're working through the list again. That's three dollars a month. You get the episodes of the show one week early, and also get to offer proffer. That's a good word. Proffer. Mm-hmm. You get to proffer an anime option for us <laughs> to uh, forcibly watch. Um, 
as long as it's not something truly heinous. But you know, I don't. No one's done that yet, so no. I think I trust you all enough. Not I think you're all you're all good. Nice, I think. Yeah. If anything, you're being too nice to us because sometimes we watch like really bad shit, as you've seen me and LV do like all the time. And like you're, you guys are like, go watch like this fucking beautiful ping pong show or something like that. Go watch like this amazing thing that exists. Like I think like everything that they people have chosen for us has been really good. I'm looking at this list right now. I don't think there's been a single bad one. So we've just been, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, thank you again both for joining me. Thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you uh, next time on another episode of Unlimited Train Works. Chuchigatri. Thanks.